This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening. It's me, the monk. Have you ever listened to Trash Taste and thought, that doesn't seem too hard? I can do that. Well, you're in luck, because today I want to talk about Anchor, the easiest way to make podcasts, and it's completely free. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. I mean, it's literally what we're using now. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. And you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are literally endless. You can make anything, music analysis, talk shows, or even an anime podcast that talks about anime. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, if you want to give podcasting a go, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anyway, back to the episode. What's up, you zesty zymoletic zoologists? Welcome back to another <laughs> Zoologists? <episode. laughs> That's the only word starting with Z. There's like of. one out there watching us right now. Yeah, he's like, I'm zesty, <laughs> I'm zymoletic, and I'm a zoologist. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Welcome back to another episode of Trash Taste. I'm Joey with Garton Connor. I don't think I've ever met a single zoologist yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be the one comment. <laughs> now, well, now there, there's going to be the one comment being like, Zesty Zymoletic Zoologist. I'm here. right here. I I'm right I'm here. A zoologist? I, th- I know a zoologist. Oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you knew one because I feel Why? like in <laughs> Australia, there's there's a lot more zoologists yeah, there. It's, because, just, uh, because, it's just next door neighbor Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Because there's just so much more wildlife yeah, over there. there. You, yeah, everyone needs to be a zoologist. <laughs> Otherwise, how do you know what's going to yeah, kill every, you there? Every time you've never been to Birmingham. Every time it's. Every time a snake pops up, it's like, someone call a zoologist and Ted is like, yeah, all right, fucking let's, let's have a look at this. Yeah, you're all right, you're all right. She'll be all right. I th- I'd never met someone who does stuff with zoos that is sad. What do you mean? People who work with You've animals. You've never met a depressed zoologist? People who like work with animals are always like the most chill, happiest people. To be fair, I they would the be- best customers. Yeah. I would be pretty happy as well if yeah. I could work with animals. Yeah. Yeah, when you hear about these like, they're always in Australia like, yeah, we work on the coast. And they're just like, they're like help coral or some shit. Yeah. And they're just always like super happy. They're like, yeah, we just <laughs> saved the coral. Well, I, I, I mean, mean, I love it. You know, I mean, what kind of message will they be presenting if they're like super sad? I, 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 I want a miserable yeah. zoologist you know. who's like, turns out planet's dying. That is fucking annoying. Yeah, I can't do it. Fucking kangaroos out of my backyard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you're either like happy that you're working with animals that you like to be around, mm. right? Because uh, you've chosen to be in that profession. <laughs> or I mean, like the the only thing I can think of is Sorry. people who work with like venomous animals or something like that, or <laughs> animals that can put you in danger. But in but if that's the case, you have to be someone who's enthusiastic yeah, enough. Yeah, they love yeah. it. Yeah. They like, they fucking like, oh, love yeah. it, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, don't don't pet the crocodile too hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to chuck it. 
I'm yeah. going to jump what? on it. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, a, it's like those videos of like the, those like, you know, venomous like snake and spider collectors. They're just like, every time they're like, all right, I just got a brand new uh, tarantula. This thing could kill me in an instant, but my God, <laughs> she's a beauty. You know, like, it's they're just like, they're so happy to see this like really, uh, to be fair, a lot of venomous creatures do look fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Would I want to be around one though? Does your life insurance- does no. uh, Does your life insurance cost go up if you own like a venomous spider? Or snake. You might have to maybe like double vax that shit, you know, like <laughs> double, 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 like double life insurance. You can like, vaccinate it's like, it's venomous. It's like, can I, can I like double I, life I don't, insurance? I don't think that's how venom works. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have to wait until you've been poisoned. Yeah, I don't think there's a snake with like a COVID venom, you know, like <laughs> the newest strain, the, like the Delta strain of like the Cobra but, venom. But wouldn't it be so cool if like, an, like you know, uh, anti-venom just like worked like that or like, you know, antidotes for venomous poison would just work like that. Can I get the Cobra shot you, real even quick? If, even if you did, you wouldn't get it. Cause like, why would you, why would any normal person need like 100 different fucking snake uh, in infection, venom, I don't fucking know. What if we're not, if we're not fucking killer from Hunter Hunter? Well, you know- We don't need poison training. No, but like, what if you're like going to like a specific like area of the world that has like a yeah, they specific do. So danger? Like, if right? you go to like uh, certain places that have like really bad uh, mosquitoes or something, you get like- So why don't like people who say like, you know, decide like, <laughs> oh, I want to go to the Australian Outback, be like, all right, just give me I like- I don't think it's that much of a concern. Well, yeah. I feel you like think. I feel like you have until more, you hear about people dying. I'm, I feel like you have more chance of getting hit in like by a car in the airport than you do from getting. <laughs> so I feel like we should ban cars before we with ban. Sydney Airport. Definitely, yeah, that right, place yeah. is a fucking mess. It feels like the dumbest superpower anyone could hope for. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just it's, it's just like that one guy in like My Hero Academia who has quirks against like every anti venom, <laughs> and he's only useful in Australia. Like everywhere else in the world, he's just useless. <laughs> he's like born in the UK. He's like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck, <laughs> I can't use this at all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can like, you can build up some resistances to like some venoms. Uh, I don't know how much you can build up resistance because I don't know if there's been any studies of like anyone who's like tried to build up enough resistance to like take on like a back black co cobra or something like that. Yeah. Um, but don't think you'd need to. Yeah, I don't oh, think it's like you'd alcohol, need to. isn't it? You just get more used to it. <laughs> but it's it's like that. Uh, well, the more you get bitten, the more resistant you I become. Assume, I assume if there is like uh, something that makes, I don't know, like those, those ants or something that like make you really in pain. Maybe if you just like- you What just, ants specific, like a like, fire a ant? Bunch of them. Like, like the bullet ant. What if you got bitten by one every single day? Surely yeah. after a while, it wouldn't phase you after like 10 years. Maybe <laughs> someone should try this. Well, no, because Social like- Social experiment. What, what, Who wants to be bitten by a bullet ant every day for the next 10 Isn't years? Isn't there that tribe that is like revolved around putting a glove of bullet oh, ants yeah, on do. your yeah. hands? But I don't think they do it every day though. I, think it's like I don't think, yeah, they don't do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Sarah, it's like, Tim, where's my, what's my, uh, did you put my, my fire ant glove somewhere? Honey, honey it's time to be a fire ant glove. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like a uh, thing that they do during ceremony. It's like to yeah. initiate like a kid into, uh, into uh, adulthood into, or something? adulthood, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I can understand, like the people in the tribe are more resistant to that venom than other people who have yeah, tried it. That oh yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know why they like, who who decided that? <laughs> who decided that they would do that as a ceremony? You know what, let's just like get a bunch <laughs> of fucking ants to sting you. Yeah, you're I, a, you're I, a I man wanna, now, I wanna, boy. I wanna hear like the, the, the council meeting of like when they decided that they were like, yeah. all right, so, so Jim's, just turned eighteen, you know. He's 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 be he's ready to bear children. He's ready to be a dad. Um, yeah. But we need like a ceremonious thing. Yeah. Some guys like you know, maybe just share a beer with him. What? It's like what? yeah, what? that's what? kind of like boring. What if we though? <laughs> Hear me out. 
put his hands into a fire ant nest. Genius. I, I part of me gets it. I'm, I'm, I understand why. I mean, you know, I'm not here to be why? like, wow, your why? culture is- why? Yeah. yeah, because think about it. Yeah. We, we look at the fucking stars and we're like, oh, well, it turns out I'm, I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> What do you mean? Uh, with like star signs and stuff. You know, we, uh, the only difference is that we just agree Angry. that- You're talking about like astrology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah well, you know, I'm joking being- Oh, you know, okay. It's yeah, like, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to get married tomorrow, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I thought I was just like, I don't think angry is a star sign. No, no, no. <laughs> no you could be angry, right? From the star sign. Point is that is, an Aries? Aries is angry. I don't keep up with this shit. All Aries are angry. I'm in retrograde. I got to put the fucking snake glove on. Like, you know, they probably thought that it had some meaning and it- and it probably carries some value. No, like, of course. Like, I'm sure, right? Here's the thing. We know that like jumping in a cold bath or something is good for you. Yes. We know that because of science. Like right? cold yeah. showers and but stuff. But before, right? if there was no science backing this up and you were like, Connor, jump in the bath for, su- for, for health reasons. I'd be like, fuck off. I'm not jumping in a cold bath. Why would I jump in a cold bath? I'm not yeah. doing that. It's stupid. I mean, I Why would that I, help me? I wouldn't do it even if I knew there was health reasons. Right, right. But like, <laughs> it's like, you know now that there is, right? And so I can understand why maybe these people have this notion that like, I'm sure there might even be health benefits to getting bitten by ants. I don't know. Maybe we're there not, is. We, haven't, the, we just haven't researched it. How there's there's so that? many things that haven't been researched. Uh, yeah. We don't know. I don't. I don't think this is worth researching. Yeah, personally, yeah, right. It's like, right. It's like, what if I told you that, like, if you like, you know, uh, inflated your uh, your big toe once a year, it would help with curing Alzheimer's? You'd probably be like, "Well, shit, I'm not going to do that." But thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many things that can help X disease or help stop things. Right. Where you're like, right. I'm just, I'm just not going to do that. What, when, what, like when they're like that one paper came out that one time that yeah. was like. Research suggests eating no more than five French fries at a time to lower the risk of cancer. It's like, let's be honest, I'm never going to eat less than five French fries. <laughs> That's just impractical. I'm just not going to. Go to McDonald's, that. be like, I well, don't like, care. I, I, I think, like, at the end of the day, people just don't care. No, like, they don't. Yeah. They, like, if they couldn't convince smokers to stop smoking by, like, actual scientific research that proved that it heavily increases your chance to get cancer the more you smoke, yeah. you know? If if they couldn't convince humanity to stop smoking after that, then- Nothing's what, stopping then, anyone. Then right. what would like five French fries, like <laughs> what would five, like eating less than five French fries do? Yeah, because you know? like the moment you're like, uh, yeah, you should probably stop smoking because you know, it could give you every type of lung cancer or you know, just cancer in general. And they'd just be like, yeah. yeah, but it's kind of cool, eh? But I think- <laughs> That's it. But as humans, like we're so shit at uh, recognizing long-term effects. And by long-term, I mean like more than like a week. Yeah. Like yeah. something effect. We just don't think it'll affect us. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, oh, it's a week away. Anything could happen. Yeah, I could just, die tomorrow. We just we just ignore the fact that bad stuff can happen to us by doing and yet, but, now. But yet, isn't it so weird that there's such like a, a, a disposition between people who are like that, where they're like, oh, it's happening in like three days from now. That's basically never going to happen to people who, you know, say believe in things like astrology, where they're like, oh, in 73 in years and four days time, I'm going to get hit by a car. Well, fuck, I better start preparing. <laughs> like, you know, which astrology are you reading? <laughs> you know, but like, like those kinds of like yeah, belief-based yeah, 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 like yeah, systems, yeah. right? Like, you know, not to like, you know, not, not to throw anyone's belief system under the bus. You can believe whatever the fuck you want, right? But like, that was one thing I always had trouble you know, coming to terms with with that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Where it's like, it's so up in the air that it really, and, and it's not backed up yeah. by science in any way as of right yeah. now, that it's like, you know, how, how, why would you even think about something like that? Whereas like with smoking, for example, it's like, well, yeah, um, I had like seven of my fucking grand, you know, friends' granddads die because of lung cancer, probably due to smoking. So you mm. should, you know, if that doesn't convince you, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess it comes down to the point where, like, it's it's like even now, mm. science, <laughs> as sad as it is, science in the in this day and age isn't always like the determining factor over whether people listen to uh yeah. listen to what science says or not. Because mm. nowadays it's because science is the government, dude, <laughs> and you don't want to trust the government. Dude. Well, I, I think science. The problem is with science, and you know the this age of like misinformation and just not knowing what, one is one. It is a lot of misinformation out there, and not knowing yep. which sources to trust. And number two, science has just got so advanced that the normal person isn't going to be able to follow along with what science says mm. because the logic is so past what a normal person would be able mm. to understand that you might as well be talking about God or fucking mm. or fucking stars in the sky. Because like, you know, how am I going to understand what the fuck scientists are researching when it comes to like making mini black holes in the CERN like institute or whatever. <laughs> like, and they're like fucking firing protons at each other. Like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck do I know about that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? That's, that's so far, so far beyond my knowledge of understanding. It just sounds like science fiction. Right? It literally yeah. sounds like science fiction. Well, you know? Unfortunately, we're, we're a sucker for a good answer and an easy solution. Yeah. yeah. So, that's so especially I'm, when like, you know, the top researchers and scientists in the world are like, you know, when explaining like, oh, how does gravity work? And they're just like, we don't know. Then they're like, ha, I told you, <laughs> must be Jesus. Yeah. You know, like just like, because we hate it when we don't know something. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how significant or insignificant it is. And so when immediately when we're thrown into that kind of situation, humans are just very good to being like, well, it's magic. Must be yeah. magic. A lot of the times we just garner towards what feels right or yeah. what we want to believe. Yeah. You know, it's like, we like to believe that we're all like unbiased robots who only go with pure facts and logic. Mm. But a lot of the times we are very biased towards our beliefs and it takes, I guess I guess it takes a lot more effort to unbelieve and unlearn something mm. than it is to just, you know, than it is to um, learn something fresh or just like build up your beliefs fresh. Well, I'm sure that happens in like between <clears throat> scientists as well, right? Like as much as you think scientists are just like purely like facts and logic based only, no emotion thrown into whatsoever. I'm sure, you know, there's been instances where like a scientist or, you know, let's say like a physicist like comes up and be like, all right, I've got this new theory yeah. about how the universe was created. What do you yeah. think? Here's here's a bunch of mm. theoretical things that, you know, we've been researching, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's been a couple of scientists who are like, no, yeah, that sounds dumb as fuck because I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that, that happens a lot, right? And, you know, a lot of scientists are also religious. A yeah. lot of them, you know, because there's a lot of, we don't know a lot of things. And also science isn't about um, having concrete answers. It's about attempting and trying everything and then proving that there's no other way yeah. that it could be anything else, mm. right? I think that's the problem is that a lot of people have this rigid view of science is like, it can only be, science is 100% right all the time. Mm. And yeah. it's not. We're just eliminating things that we know for sure it isn't. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of the time when theories are uh, presented or hypotheses or whatever, you know, we have so, so many examples of history being incorrect and yeah. we fix it when we realize it. And the problem is, is that a lot of the time, that kind of gets galvanized into being like, all right, well, look, science is wrong sometimes. Yeah. They get it yeah. wrong. And it's like, no, when we never, uh, science is never ever presented to know everything. It's, we're building it's blocks. The most, yeah, it's the most things. accurate representation that we have at this current time. We're building know? up a library yeah. of what we <clears throat> think to I think, be. I think like answers. Tim Minchin said it the best where he said like, science adjusts its views based on what's observed. Yeah. And faith is the denial of observation so that belief can be preserved. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, 
pretty much it because it's like science yeah as you said like science changes all the fucking time because mm-hmm. we don't know everything in yeah. the world right so it's like so we have to kind of make compromises for what we now know which could completely change what you know like say like 500 years ago when people legitimately believed that like the sun rotates around the earth and not the other way around mm. and yeah. then when they discovered that they were like well fuck all these sciences what, what have all these sciences been doing for the past 500 years <laughs> wasting our time problem is that we're really bad as like humans of understanding stuff we don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh you know because if you'd have back then it would make total sense that we the sun revolves around us because it mm, yeah. looks like it does and yeah. We, yeah. We, d- we don't have any other way of even remotely comprehending that it couldn't revolve mm, yeah. around mm. us but once you find out it's like oh well of course of course it of course we revolve around it yeah. that makes yeah. so much sense yeah. so it's really easy to believe in the the thing that you th- your makes sense in that, your that brain, makes right? most like logical yeah. sense yeah. in your brain because like yeah like, like I said like I said before like science now has got to a point where a lot of the more advanced concepts uh, where the normal person is not going to be able to comprehend and mm. yeah. so at that point you're going to have you're just putting your faith in a person of authority mm. that their understanding is good enough that they can you know take what these studies mm. say and present that in a manner which you can understand but at the end of the day you're still putting a trust your trust into something that you don't fully understand mm, yourself yeah. which uh I, I mean getting back to the getting back to like the habits and the things you uh believed even if you know science has like disproved it yeah. like do you guys have like any like wives tales or like anything that any habits that was formed from basically at a childhood age where like your parents said something oh yeah and you like you you did it as a kid because you your mum or dad said so dude my but- Dude, I have a Japanese grandma. They are nothing but wives' tales. <laughs> yeah. Like, to, okay, so like to this day, like whenever I get ill, right, I eat a shit ton of oranges, right? Like I eat like a pack of oranges, I know oranges a, a day, a lot of right? Do that. And like, because because when I was young, uh, my mom said, "Oh, vitamin C is good for the immune system." Uh, where did when, this come from? I don't know where that came from. I'm pretty sure there is some science back to it, but like, I think I read into it once. And yes, vitamin C does improve the immune system, mm. but that's like one. I believe. Okay, this is this is all my memory, so you know, feel f- please fact check this. Yeah. <laughs> but, it also might have just been Gant's house. Yeah, it might it might yeah. have just been my my household, but one I believe that's too like. Pre- like prevent illness so it like boosts your immune system mm. so it's more a more healthy immune system mm. and two there's only so much vitamin c intake you can uh, you can you can do yeah. uh, to really have a big effect on your immune system yeah. so but like that doesn't matter in my mind because in my mind i'm like i've been conditioned to think i am ill i need to eat a shit ton of oranges <laughs> to intake this vitamin c to have oh. these fucking it's basically just like a pavlovian effect, <laughs> yeah right? yeah like, yeah right right it's like it coughs once <laughs> where are the oranges <laughs> but that's so weird because in my house it was if you were starting to get sick or you yeah. were sick my mom and my granddad uh, my my grandma, especially my grandma, would make me eat a shitload of ginger and spring onion. I don't know why. <laughs> um, it just yeah. it just Listen. seems like a healthy alternative. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ginger is one of those things where it ta- it has that taste to it that you're like, this has to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but this has to. Because like, no, like, it tastes. No one so else going to eat this. It's because like, it tastes like medicine. Yeah, yeah. like it, it tastes like medicine before even like being put in a dish, you know? Yeah, another one I had a lot was uh, like, if I got like a cut on like my knee or something, yeah. uh, then you'd uh, my grandma would tell me to put wasabi on it. What? Uh, what the yeah, fuck? That, that's a very famous Japanese one though. A lot of, a lot of, uh, what? that's a very famous Wait, where Japanese did that household. Come from? I don't know. Maybe it's because like, you know, when you put like an antiseptic on, right? And yeah. it starts to sting. Yeah. 
but that means it's like killing the bacteria, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, someone probably uh, thought, well, wasabi does that regularly. Is that where the stinging comes? I don't think. I think, I think the stinging is part of killing bacteria. I think it's just like no. an, an effect. I don't know if that's even yeah. a wife's tale either. Yeah. But like, I did. I did. Sure like when I was little, like you know, I I was running around in the park and then I fucking slid and scratched my knee. Yeah. And, and you know, it was fine until I got home and my grandma saw it and was like, "Oh fuck, we gotta patch mm. you up, dog." So then she went into the kitchen. And I was like, uh, "The bandages are over here." She's like, "No, no, 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 no. I got this." Pulls out a fucking tube of wasabi. And I was like, uh, <laughs> grandmother, what are, you, what are you doing? Oh, no, 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 And she's like, all right, just just hold still. Just like <coughs> fucking pulls, you know, squirts some onto her finger and just yeah. starts like rubbing my knee. Oh. And uh, that shit hurts. <laughs> no fucking shit. Like a lot. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't exactly say it worked. Um, if anything, it just added an extra step of, oh, now it hurts and I have to shower. To get this and, and it burns was, now, and it burns my 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 regular skin that's not affected by the cut. <laughs> awful, so, awful. So that, yeah, so that was the moment where I was like, Grandma, you should probably like, you know, read up on like some you know basic yeah. first aid. I'm just wondering where that started from because like I can imagine it's something similar to like putting salt on a wound, right? Which yeah. is you know it's a uh, it uh, sterilizes the wound uh, as does well it? as it could as well as yeah. it could do. Does it? I thought I, it was just painful. No, it does. I think can it's- we, Can we Google this? I don't know. I'm, By the way, wasabi is somewhat antibacterial. Oh, okay. Yeah, but if I pissed on your leg, it'd be somewhat antibacterial. <laughs> problem is, is that this is the problem when yeah. you, when you when, when these things get some form of like, it's like, yeah, you're 1% right. 1% right? Yeah. 1%, right? I heard right, I heard right. I better add that to my five <laughs> minute daily life hacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is, is salt uh, like, an, like a kind of like an antiseptic? Supposedly creates conditions that make it difficult for bacteria to grow. So Supposedly. Probably, probably Supposedly. written by the same person who said oh wasabi God, was it actually, as well. This I, thought salt, I thought salt in the wound was, you did that because you wanted to like be painful. Like you, you would like torture someone. <laughs> what? Was, I, what do you mean? What, do you think it's like people in the pain alone? That's what we no. say, salt on the wound. It's like, all right, let's say I fucked you over to put salt on the wound. I'll do it. It, 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 do it to fuck someone over. It right. is It is painful, but I'm pretty sure. It, where do they originate from, salt on the wound? Can you Google this? I'm pretty sure it's not meant, it's not medical or anything. It's like, to, <laughs> it's to add more pain to right, someone. I mean, right. I, I think it came from like, salt is like a preserver, right? So it kind of makes it hard for bacteria no, to no, grow. It preserves no, the no, wound. No, 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 no. This is complete bullshit. You're making this up. Okay, guys, actually, I don't know where I know this yeah, from, you're just but I. Shit up. The idiom means what you think it means. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not. It has no medical. Step on I, the crack, break your mother's back. No, that is not how that works. It just rhymes. You think that Wait, medical so, things happen to exist because they rhyme? I, I'm, I'm actually curious. Where? Okay, is is it? So, God, does putting salt in a wound make it worse at all? Does it do anything? It does make it hurt more? Yeah, I know, I know that. I know that. I know that. It hurt more, but it's also like, you know, it makes it difficult for bacteria. Yeah. It, it makes it difficult. It's so vague though. That's like, there's a difference between a treatment and something. Yeah, that just makes put some it, antiseptic on it. I'm sure if I right. cut my leg off, it'd be harder for me to walk. Like, I'm, you know, it's- just put some, it, just put some yeah. salt in it. <laughs> yeah, but that's why like you, you wash wounds with like saline solution as well. Yeah, you don't yeah, do yeah. it with salt. Yeah, but saline solution is salt water. Yeah, it's salt water. That's yeah, you don't put like you don't put on those like the fucking rocks rubbing it in there. No, like we don't. Fucking... <laughs> That's not what I said. Well, the, like, saying, I can... the saying isn't put saline on. The, on the I cut my leg. All I'm saying is, if I'm like lost in the wilderness or something, and I'm like fight like fucking miles away from oh, civilization, put some rock salt on. It. Yeah, just just like just like <laughs> so grind, grind up a bit of rock salt and just like just <laughs> sprinkle it on, sprinkle it Japan, on. Japan, though, is full of so many of those kinds of idioms. But I feel like taking medical 
advice from idioms and- Oh, and, no, no, yeah, of course no, but, but like, there's a lot of like idioms like that, especially in Japan where it's like, you know, one of them yeah. that uh, my grandma used to tell me all the fucking time was like, don't whistle at night because snakes will come. Yeah. And it wasn't until a couple of years later, I found out <laughs> snakes are deaf. So, yeah. And then I started whistling like a motherfucker <laughs> during the nighttime, you know? So it's like, wh- where do they come from? I don't know. It's like, uh, yeah, like I said, step on the crack, break your, break your mother's back. back. Yeah. Why? Okay, I, I, and as a kid, I even, I, I was, when I'd heard this, I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How well, fragile dumb. is my mother's back? <laughs> I was like, I've stepped on many cracks intentionally after hearing this to test the theory out. Uh, would I, am I a bad person? Probably. You go home, your mom's just like writhing <laughs> on the ground. Oh no. Oh no, mama. <laughs> think about how much, everyone has collectively stepped on a crack at some point. Isn't yeah. the earth just one big crack? That's, it's just, it's all one big tectonic plate. We, also what- de- All Japan all, is a crack. Also what defines as a crack? Like if yeah. I were to step on an ass crack, would I still break my mother's back <laughs> or? <laughs> I'm pretty sure- So, so bend over for a second. Ah. Oh, well, how, how, how amazing. How how this uh, you know scientific fact actually just rhymes as well. Yeah, oh, wow. wow, amazing. Also, uh, but other stuff that I don't really believe in anything like that. And even as a kid, I remember that whenever I heard these, I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. Like what? Like a cat crossing under an, uh, going under a ladder. Oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or a black cat life. crossing your path is bad luck. I, I think that's yeah. more like superstition though. That's right? a superstition. That's, yeah. That's like, what? What do you? Is this? Is chugging a bunch of oranges not superstition? I, I guess so. I guess so. They're all superstitions. I don't yeah. know. If, Wait, you, what's you, the, you what's the difference? You just want a copia, What's the difference between I, I, I a superstition and an idiom? So, um, uh, well, idioms are more to explain like it's pigs. Oh, like, like uh, an example. R- uh, raining cats and dogs. Oh, oh, I see, okay, I see, that's okay, an idiom. Okay. But, oh yeah, so yeah, all of these, the, okay, replace idiom with superstition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, these are all superstitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I guess it's superstitious of you yeah. to consume a bunch of oranges in the hope that it'll cure <laughs> your illness, right? That's superstitious. I right. feel like there's no, another word You for have it. no, no, because it's, it's purely, <laughs> no, because it's purely based on like, Hearsay and, and information you've heard and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. but I feel like they're all fault remedies. Yeah, I, it, I, it's I, all I, superstitious, though, right? That's what it originates from. It's all underneath that, right? Alter- I, alternative I feel, medicine. I, I feel like it's come from like someone's experience that has been passed down. Superstition feels more like supernatural, right? Where you know, like a uh, like opening up your umbrella in, indoors is good. It's bad luck. I don't know where that came yeah. from, but like at least like I don't do that anyway. Because why would you do that? That's yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why are you opening it indoors? Well, like what, what if you're in like an umbrella store and you want to test it out, right? Yeah, they have umbrella stores. Yeah, in Japan, you never get to open it though, do you? That yeah, was, you do. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it's, I, I'm, I mean cracking that, I'm cracking that bad boy open. Yeah, the I, store. I cracked that bad boy. That's you know, come on, if my own house, come on. And then every middle-aged woman in that store looked at me like superstition. <laughs> I don't think they believe in that in Japan, though. A lot of people do. Do they really? Yeah, a lot of people do. I feel like in Asia, the culture around superstition is like very, very yeah. prevalent. Because every, like everything is- If they don't is, call it superstitious, yeah. it's, it, it has some kind of merit to it. Well, because really everything like, you know, because the whole belief system is very like spiritual based, right? So I yeah. think yeah. a lot of superstitions like a, are more widely believed. There's, there's like a, I'd say a scale of like, yeah. stepping on a crack will break your mind's yeah. back. Yeah. Well, that, that's the, like that's, the lower end of believability. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas maybe I've, I've heard this from many people, the vitamin C thing, yeah. Yeah. which I, I'm, I don't well, know if it has I, any I, merit. I don't know if it does. I it don't know. It's just like, th- there is some like really, really basic logic around it that you're like, I, I can kind of see that. It's I'm like just, saying <laughs> like, it's like I have this theory that drinking water will help me feel better. And it's like, you're right. But I feel like you're vastly 
like oversimplifying well, it's, the it's situation. It's kind of like the same right? thing with, say, you, you like your experience with like Manuka honey, right? I'm just like, yeah, that is, is superstitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm just like, is there any science behind that? But like when I had when I had COVID, I was like fucking spooning these this Manuka honey like nobody's business. That's like a pe- it actually uh, like helped my throat. Like a, I, um, what's it called? It felt uh, it felt a lot better. What's it called? What's it called? Uh, the uh, placebo. Placebo. Yeah, placebo. It could be. That's like a placebo. Effect, it could be. Which is like, I'd, I'd argue is a, a branch of the superstitious tree. Because <laughs> I actually remember. And placebo effect, <laughs> placebo is the, the documented effect that it actually has an effect. Yes, yes. As in your, your brain is making up for some yeah. form of fucking thing that you well, think- Well, placebo is so interesting because God, it's so like, it hasn't been like properly studied and a lot of scientists reckon and like a lot of psychologists reckon there is like something legitimate there, but we just yeah. don't know what it is. Because we, we don't. We don't know what the fuck yeah. is happening. Because it's heads. like, we don't know if it's actually a thing that works or if it's just coincidence. Yeah. Like, well, the placebo effect is that it does work, we just don't know how. Yeah, we don't, yeah, yeah. We don't know yeah. how it's, it works. It's, document. it's like the whole, um, remember the uh, life flashing before your eyes thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And how I was telling you guys recently, there was an article that said they were scanning someone's brain on, yeah. on a table, just we, collecting scans. We didn't talk about this on the podcast. We okay. talked about it in the taxi. I remember this. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the I, I was just like, I've got like a, a catalog of topics that we talked about. Because <laughs> Joey mentioned the superstitious. We'd mentioned that in the episode before. I knew that, mm. but Joey didn't go on it for too long. So I was like, I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the guy was getting a scan, a brain scan, right? right. And you know, he's having a regular scan brain, checking what's going on in the brain. Oh, well, what's going on there? And during this generic scan that they were doing, the guy died of a heart attack. And whilst they were scanning him, while he was dying, I assume they tried to help him. Uh, I assume they didn't just leave him like, no, hold on. Let's keep scanning. Oh, this data's Hold on, hold on, hold on. The data, the data. Um, They did find out that apparently right before he died, it was the part of his brain that was responsible for memories was like firing like crazy. Which would, although not proven, because it's only one instance, it would back up the theory that your, your life, life flash, flash before your eyes. At least, yeah. or at least memories start flashing. Right. Yeah. Which is makes which is one of those things where it's like, okay, I guess that makes sense because a lot of people have said that it's happened, mm. and, and, yeah. and although there's no way to solidly prove it, but well, that's that's yeah. uh, until then it was not superstition. Well, we only have yeah, we only have testimonies just, from people yeah, who have yeah. been in like near death experiences, yeah, right, right, right. or yeah. like you know, and then we have some kind of not hundred percent proof, but mm. uh, some evidence to indicate that the theory holds more weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, we kill more people. Basically, <laughs> like right before they die, just like plug them out and just be like, "Quick, get on the cat scan right now." We need edge more people. I think <laughs> we need more human experimentation. <laughs> we need an ultimate edge. That's just edging of life. What's right? that, what was that really shit movie where they literally edge their life? The whole the concept. Oh, that was, was that was uh, flatlining. 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 Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Fucking yeah, movie. yeah. Really. I, I never saw that one. That just that just sounded like stuff. a dumb horror movie. But no, like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I wake up and I just saw Jesus. Yeah, I remember like going back to like the salt thing mm-hmm. and uh, just <laughs> you're not you, you're not gonna let this go. Right? <laughs> no, because because I you just like talking about it just reminded me about uh, the time where I kind of got an ulcer, I believe, and so like have you you've had a mouth ulcer before, yes, right? Yes. So how do you deal with it? I put like ulcer cream on it. You put, okay, what do, what if you don't have ulcer cream? Like what did- I just don't try not to touch it toothpaste? as much as I can. Toothpaste? 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 I thought toothpaste works. Is that a Again, superstition? Okay. <laughs> okay, so like as a kid, my mom was just like, oh, just gargle salt water or like- I or, believe that does have some- if, if, it's yeah, you're ins- if it's an inside the mouth. You're making yeah, a yeah, saline yeah, yeah. solution. It's, yeah. it's, it was like, I would, eat, like yeah. I would always I either know. gargle salt water or, um, or gargle- uh, These notes. <laughs> 
Sorry, 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 sorry. Damn it! I oh, mouthwash, mouthwash, mouthwash. Sorry, I was like, saying, I was, I was legitimately right about to say it when you said it. I was like, fuck! I'm How did we go from salt water to these? We nuts? have a million people who watch this podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I would either like gargle salt water or uh, mouthwash, and then one day my ulcer was like so bad that uh, the salt water wasn't doing anything. Right? Yeah. So like. As like a teenager, I'm just like, what if, uh, what if uh, instead of just doing salt water, which is basically just diluted salt, mm. what if I just go straight to the source and just, just <laughs> fucking pour salt on it, right? And <laughs> and uh, that I swear to God, that's uh, so that's what I did. I I, I just I just like got some like salts and just poured it all over, all over this ulcer. And it's fucking, it stang like nobody's fucking business. Right. It stung like it stung like fucking hell, like burnt over in my mouth. But then it kind of numbs the wounds. And I remember waking up the next day and it was a lot less painful. It started healing straight away. Now, I don't know if there's any science behind this. I have I Googled so. it and I know like some other people do it as well, mm. uh, but there's no like, I, I don't know if there's any back science behind it. But like after that, I started putting salt on my ulcer whenever I get a mouth ulcer. And it seemed to like, it seemed to heal it faster. I'm sure there is like some kind of science behind it, but yeah. like, I feel that's like, Probably the more extreme method of yeah. fixing, like you basically just napalmed your mouth. Yeah, could so be the science says you're completely wrong. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be. So I remember one. It could day, also yeah. just be a coincidence. That so I remember one day, that day. Yeah, one day Connor just come into the office and complaining about a mouth ulcer, and I was like, I have the perfect solution. <laughs> just uh, walks into the kitchen, <laughs> just, comes just, back with salt. Just pour a bunch of salt on it. It's it's easy, Connor. See, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I remember coming in, him coming in like the next day or something, and he yeah. was like, "Gone." Why did you, you literally just convinced me to pour salt on a wound. That's all you done. Didn't help any. It didn't, I remember it didn't help at all. <laughs> really? It just like, it stopped the pain for like two hours in exchange for like one burst of immense pain. Yeah. But like, it didn't do anything. You basically just pre-ordered I, pain. I think that Garm yeah. would have healed naturally without the salt. And I think he just, he just poured salt and happens to remember that it, it then went away. Yeah. As ulcers do you basically go just away. did like ulcer hardcore. Yeah, this, is the like, this is the problem with illnesses. It doesn't hurt enough. Yeah. Illnesses that go away, yeah. right? Like, you know, obviously in very serious illnesses, the pseudoscience is uh, very harmful yeah. and very fucked up that people try and sell solutions that are like, you know, they'll be like, just take our herbs and, and your cancer will go away. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's fucked up. Yeah, you're that's even fucked. telling people that. Yes. But the, I think the reason why with generic illnesses, so many superstitions come about is because they go anyway on their own. Mm. And if you're doing shit and it happens to go away, you're probably, your mind is like, aha. Uh-huh. I was sick one time and then I I, uh, I played with my poop for 20 minutes in my hands like Play-Doh and it went away the next day. And it's like, well, no, that's that. <laughs> now I've got three other illnesses. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 have, I have cholera, uh, uh, but uh, I, I did lose the flu. You know, it's like, you can do things, anything, yeah. do it every single time you get sick with a generic illness that will go away anyway after 48 hours yeah. and then, you'll remember that you did that thing and then it went away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this probably happened with like the vitamin C, you probably maybe have a little bit of placebo effect as well. Mm, yeah. And then boom, it goes away and you're like, well, it must be vitamin C. Cause yeah. every time I take vitamin C, my cold goes as if, if you did nothing, your vitamin C wouldn't go away, but it, it, it's right. not how it works. It would go away anyway. But I want, yeah. I want like an experiment of like, especially with the vitamin C thing of yeah. like, Catch a call one time, do the vitamin C thing, and then yeah. catch a call the second time and don't do the vitamin C thing. Which one you'd, heals you'd faster? You need to do this like a hundred times to get any data worth yeah. considering. Well, there's plenty of sick people today. <laughs> but then everyone's different. Like, you'd, need, you'd, need, you'd need the same person 
over and over. It puts it in their whole life. Yeah. yeah and true. even then, it wouldn't matter because we could just like view the immune system anyway with the, the things that we do. We can- I dedicated my whole life to see if oranges work during the flu. <laughs> Turns out we don't know. Yeah, I just- Science sucks because science is boring as fuck. Yeah. It takes a long time and people don't like that. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately. Like, oh, yeah, maybe we can make it. They want results now. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, maybe we can, we can go to another planet in 200 years, it's like, oh shit, I'm not gonna be around for that. So what's the yeah. problem? Might do it. That's the problem. Back back to humans are just so incapable of like really caring about things that happen in like the far future. Mm. And like- Global warming. Yeah. <laughs> Global warming. Yeah. the reason why we're so yeah. shit with it. <laughs> like, it's not gonna affect me tomorrow, so it's fucking whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like, I, I mean, we've talked about something similar before where like, talking about just imagining five years in the future or like mm. where you're going to be five years or 10 years in the future. Could you like, imagine what 2027 is gonna be like? No. Yeah. Cause it's, everyone thought in 2012 that 2022 is like, yeah, flying cars, right? I couldn't yeah. imagine being 30 and here I am for 31. Like how the <laughs> fuck did that happen? You know? You're basically dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically dead. <laughs> I think it's the same with that like exercise, right? Like I can't, I, I know exercise is good for me yeah. and I like it when I do it, yeah. but yeah. I just can't, I can't, visualize the benefits to my life. Exactly. That's the problem, yeah, yeah. right? And that's why it's so hard to maintain. That, yeah, that's why it's so hard to keep it up. Even yeah. though I feel amazing when I do it, yeah. I normally yeah. have so much energy, I feel great. I know and I can feel the immediate tangible benefits. Yeah. But for some reason, I just can't convince myself long-term that yeah. I can visualize that, hey, when I'm 70, maybe I'll be a lot better off for it if I just put in the work now. Even, yeah, even not even that, it's just like, you know, 50, you, you could 60, be like, yeah, yeah, you could be like working out, right? And like a week later, you'd look down on your body and be like, why do I still look exactly the same? That, yeah, that sucks yeah. as well, dude. That, like it's, that it's, it blows. You get that yeah. pump on, yeah. you, do, you go hard and you're like, why, why? But then yeah. you eat like two weeks of McDonald's and you're like, <laughs> wow, nothing changed, amazing. <laughs> Which you love it. You love that nothing changes, but then you get angry when it doesn't change. Exactly. We suck as humans. I know. Yeah. No. That's, that's what sucks, right? Is that if, if you want to gain weight fast or, or look get, get ripped fast, you yeah. also have to accept the fact that maybe one binge drinking weekend yeah. Yeah. will fuck your body to death. Spe- speaking of humans sucking, I, uh, I saw this recent <laughs> well, thing. Okay. Uh, that, uh... <laughs> what a segue. I mean, because I, I, I looked at this and I thought, oh my God, humans suck. But there was an article that came out okay. uh, not too long ago. I'll just Wait, read right, the article. Who? Who, who's the article first? Uh, there, there was a lot of different articles okay, okay. that came out uh, all over the place. But uh, I'll, just read the, I'll just read the title of this article because it explains everything. Go for it. Lonely Ape has just launched a dating app for NFT collectors. A dating app? A dating app. Somebody has developed a dating app specifically for NFT bros to date NFT hoes. I don't, I, I think the problem with this is, is that everything. there is, well, everything, <laughs> but let's now, let's, I'm gonna take let's, a guess okay. here. Yeah. Okay. What do you reckon the demographic of people who have NFTs are? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Jojo-esque dating app, it's gonna work? No, 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 no. Let's, let's look at this positively. Okay, okay, sure. So what you're saying is we're going to be removing people with NFT profile pictures <laughs> from our dating pool. I think that's a positive, right? Surely, surely. <laughs> but that means that we're just like forcing these kinds of people to reproduce, <laughs> which is- uh, Forcing are these saying, people to Are you reproduce. saying people who collect NFTs should not be allowed to reproduce. No, I'm not saying that, but you know. <laughs> is that what you're implying, Jack? No. Well, no. that's okay though. They, they, they go on uh, the metaverse, it's fine. Just like, but yeah. just like reading through this article just made me have like several aneurysms. Uh, there is no need to enter uh, or display personal information. Instead, one can link their crypto wallet to access the app. <laughs> Once logged in, the user can display their net worth and NFT pro- portfolio. 
Zorval, what? You can also filter your matches by their cryptocurrency value and the NFT collection. <laughs> what? I, if I, I had a dollar for every time I saw an article about something to do with NFTs that I despised, I wouldn't need to buy anything ever again. I was like, why did the- I'd probably own an NFT. I, I, I would, <laughs> I'd be rich would enough be very, to own an NFT. I would be then. very wealthy. I would be very, they, I've not seen a single good thing with this article. It's never like, NFT owners pledge to- uh, Stop global warming. To, yeah. to save the world. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's like NFT owners pledge to have a yacht club where they all <laughs> wank each other off or something. That's all it ever is. It's like the uh, the NFT restaurant thing. It's like, it's, are you just making a, are you just trying to make some kind of tangible effect that you own an NFT? It's mm. like, there's, it's gonna, there's some reason, there's some reason. Wait, so, so explain what this restaurant you is. You need to own an NFT to go into the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's like so uh, you just like you just go up to the bouncer and you be like, I mean, oh, it's, oh, it's getting to the point where it's just like classism with extra steps now. It actually, it's not even <laughs> any extra steps. It's just <laughs> well, we've hated on NFTs like so many times. I, I just yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's, yeah, yeah it's I just I just saw that article and I'm like, I I legitimately thought it was an onion article at first because yeah. it sounds like one, I and I realized oh, the sad reality e that's a real thing. E even if they you know they could turn around and win people back onto NFTs, which I don't think they can. No. I I I just can't see them winning the public faith back in it again now. Yeah. yeah. Since everyone has just seen how much of a mess it's been. I don't, you know, and, and whatever you think about the technology or whatever you think about what it can be done with it, mm. you yeah. have to recognize that the the NFT, like this kind of landscape that it had has become right now, yeah. is such a mess, yeah. ripe with scams, fucked up shit, yeah. money laundering, just every kind of awful thing you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. It has had such a bad public rep that it would not only need to come up with something revolutionary that is actually good, it would then have to win people back over yeah. by yeah. fixing its image, which I don't think it can because the internet doesn't want to to make it more regulated. It doesn't want to make it more fair. It also just they seems, like how, how free it is. Yeah, it also just seems like that community doesn't really care about it either. No, they right? do, they do. Do they? they? Yeah, because they, they push it onto everyone and everything. Well then how Why come, they're, 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 not, they're, how come they're not trying to do anything to better their image? They're not, and instead making these fucking free, dating apps and restaurants. It's a free for all right now. Every yeah. company and every person is mm. trying to grab a part of like, the, it's a gold rush. Right. Yeah. Everyone wants that bit of it. Yeah. So the reason why everyone is shoving it down everyone's throat is because they, they have investments. They want to yeah. make sure they don't lose the money. Okay. Pass it on to the next sucker who comes in too late. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's also so weird. Did you see the clip where it was like, think I think Jimmy Fallon, yeah. like presenting his NFT with a Paris Hilton. Like <laughs> yes, NFT? Huh? Oh. Of course he yeah, does. Yeah, the, it's-, oh. it's uh, Is it's, it a meme at least or is it like- No, 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 oh, it, it is oh. serious. Okay, so oh. I, be I believe I believe it's Jimmy Fallon, but uh, they, Jimmy Fallon and Paris Paris Hilton, uh, well, Paris Hilton was on the Jimmy Fallon show and they started talking about NFTs and how Paris Hilton <laughs> convinced Jimmy Fallon to buy a what bored a, ape NFT, what a right? Scenario. It's, it's so, it was so weird. Cause it's like, I've never seen a clip of two people more out of touch with like oh, yeah. the wider world. So they, they like, like, so Jimmy Fallon brings out his like, his like bored ape, it's bored ape, right? That's the name. Yeah, yeah. bored ape, yeah. He, he brings out, yeah, the monkey is bored yeah, ape. Board yeah. ape yeah. He brings out his bored ape NFT, right? And he goes, oh he, and he goes, isn't this beautiful? Look at this, it's amazing. <laughs> and like, you can hear the audience clapping. I've and seen this image. I thought it was a meme. <laughs> really? I no, 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 image, it, it is I real. I the image was put on the picture. Yeah, and, and oh. I've, I've never heard such a applause where it was so obvious that there was a big light saying applause, yeah, please. Yeah. Because you could tell the audience had no idea what the fuck they were talking yeah. about. Another massive problem with the whole NFT landscape, right, is that 
it benefits the people who have big platforms, yes. right? If you mm. have a big platform, it's free money for you. Mm. That's why people are doing this. <coughs> if, the moment something is advertised to you as you should buy it is the moment you, it's too late for you to yeah. make any yeah. money. Y- you know, the moment that consumers are seeing big names promoting it, it's too late to make money. Mm. Yeah, some people might make money. The majority of people are not gonna make money. No. And yeah. the majority of people are gonna lose money and the people who get money are people like Jimmy Fallon, people like uh, people these big influencers, rich. people who have the platform, the power yeah. to push people towards their investment. Mm. It's it's a glorified pyramid scheme in many yeah, ways, right? Because it's like, how do you get your money? By getting more people into it, mm. yeah. right? It's it's That's how it works. And that's why you're seeing, like when I tweet anything or, men- or, or are mentioned in anything NFT, doesn't matter what the comment is, these these verified NFT accounts like everything with the with the, with the phrase NFT in it. Right. Yeah, they don't. I could be saying NFTs suck, and they can goggle on my nuts. Yeah. And and someone who supports NFT will like that comment just because they've Googled NFT and they like everything because they're trying to get followers. Right. They're trying to get engagement. Right. So then they can push it more and have more a bigger sphere of influence. What if they just like goggling on nuts? They might goggling. On nuts. They probably, <laughs> they probably do. do. They, they yeah. Probably they, do. Like, yes, NFT. please. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much because yeah. it's so. Obviously a scam, like the moment that you are being advertised to about buying an investment is the yeah. moment it, you've you've already, you yeah. can't make money. Yeah. And I think that's what's so fucking disappointing as well, especially with, you know, as you said, like big influencers, yeah. right? Like yeah. getting in on it. Like fucking, you know, when I, when I saw that like Eminem bought like an NFT of just what looks like a monkey version of himself, yeah. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> because it's, Never before it's very, has my childhood died. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. The moment right? you have a big sphere of influence, it's mm-hmm. just free money. Exactly. Like, and in their eyes, it's low risk public image because you're not asking your, you don't have to, it's not like you're begging your followers for money, mm. but what you're doing is making them pay for something yeah. that, enhan- that makes your thing more valuable. It's heavy incentivizing. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you can claim just that you, you, it was just an investment. It's like yeah. like buying a stock. It's yeah. like, no, it's, it's not like, like buying a house. It's not like buying a stock. It's different, right? There's, there's rules around buying yeah. stocks for yeah. reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, even though the, sometimes the rules are a bit fucked. Yeah. But yeah. Still. Yeah, I mean, like- I feel very passionately about this and I, I hate the system so much. Well, right? I'm like, the, the only thing I have to add to this is like, do you think this negative image is purely, you know, it's purely based on like the Western circle and just like, our perception of the internet, oh, definitely, yeah. because because like I've heard like of the, like NFTs have a very very different perception in like the Japanese circles mm. and uh, and you know the Japanese especially the art communities as well because mm. they see it as <clears throat> from what I've read at least they 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 have a much more positive view of NFTs and they see it as like an opportunity to of course give uh, you know ownership to artists and stuff like that which yeah. is a lot you know given the cultures i understand why maybe japanese yeah. people would be more uh, more accepting of this idea because mm. it's it's like for Japanese people and Japanese artists, it's a lot bigger problem than it is. I'm, 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 I'm all for sense. giving yeah. rights to artists and whatnot, but you know, I feel there are other ways that you can do it if the systems were, you know, properly implemented. Not to mention that in Japan, like you know, the the whole copyright laws in Japan, especially, are mm. just like on the next level of Bruh. outdated. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> like it's so. Like I think if anything. The of reason course why the Japanese are going to yeah, like, of course, of course, <laughs> the Japanese are going to look at NFTs and think like, oh, this is perfect. Like perfect. this, this gets around I, I, everything that we've believed in and done in like a really yeah. cool way that supports artists. Like when, more, more ways to copyright shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck bring yeah, it in, yeah. bring it in. Let's please. <laughs> that <laughs> requires the good faith of all parties involved, though. Yeah, like everyone has to be using it correctly. Yeah, yeah. 
And the problem is, is that they're not. <laughs> in English, we're definitely not. <laughs> yeah. in, you know, and there is there's some very valid reasons to to own NFTs or Bitcoin or any any of these currencies, right? Like if you live in a if you're a, like a Russian person right now and all your money was in the ruble, mm. yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Like your mm-hmm. money's gone. Yeah. Like yeah. You just don't you don't own much money anymore. Mm. If you had that all in a Bitcoin wallet, yeah, you'd still be very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that makes more that in those scenarios it makes a lot of sense. Problem is it's it's kind of replicated what the fine art world was before mm. to like the big private investors, right? It was yeah. basically fine art it was this glorified money laundering, money laundering and yeah. money yeah. transactioning thing, right? Yeah. And now in the West, people figured out, huh, <laughs> you can make a lot of money and money that you can hide very easily yeah. by doing this NFT shit. And so it's kind of turned into more of a democratized fine art <laughs> yeah. shit yeah. for people, right? Like uh, like the whole, uh, you ever watched like Tenant? Did you watch Tenant? No. Yeah, I watched Tenant. You know, like the art that was held in the- um, in the airports, because it couldn't be taxed. That's actually a real thing. I know that's a real thing. Was that a major part of Tenant? That was a big uh, plot point in Tenant, is where they steal the, the, they steal the artwork and all the valuable stuff from the airport uh, <laughs> holding uh, the tax haven in the airport. Clearly, right? this movie really made an impression on Gone. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember things going backwards. Like, it's like, like it's tenant, things looking tenant, cool. That's like the first time in like media that I can recall <laughs> that has like told people that these things exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People didn't know these existed before. Mm. Um, you know, it just, was that a massive part of Tenant? I feel like I would have remembered that. Which scene, which which scene was this in? Was this in the first scene? I don't remember them I don't ever going- know the full fucking playlist of Tenant. I don't know what fucking happened. I, I just like- They had a big, there was a big plot point about them doing a heist in the first half of the movie. Was there? Oh my fucking! The God. only thing I know is that the thirty-one's protect- been robbed. Right. <laughs> he's basically dead. Oh my God! Like- when he dies, like his life doesn't flash before his eyes. Just ten at the movies. I just, I, 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 I remember them being in an airport, but I don't remember them pulling <laughs> in the in the airport. Gone. Why were they in the airport? <laughs> like, well, why they were in an airport? I remember them being good in an airport. Question. Maybe uh, they were. Getting a flight or something? No, they were investigating the. They were. This is a complete fucking tangent, right? Because okay, yeah. we're going okay, into. Okay, okay. They were investigating the phenomena, right? That uh, that you know the phenomena where time moves backwards or something. That's that's all I remembered ish. I can't remember they're stealing something from this holding <laughs> because I thought. And, and in the holding places, they normally have art because you can't. We can basically buy and sell in this area because yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It's not under any jurisdiction. Yeah, of yeah. Taxpayer. Right. So you can- No, I, I remember there being paint, I, I remember being paintings Point. there. I just don't know. I just don't remember that being like a massive part of the plot point. But, I, but it was this, just like, it was like, I brought it up because it was like the first time it had been addressed or like brought up in like uh, prominent media. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this is, these things exist. Yeah. yeah, well, they've existed for like a very, very long time. And it's not just like fine arts, but like, and like it's any not just paintings, any any valuable thing. Like half the stuff in the British Museum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's normally the place where they come from. Mm. You know, like it, the, the point was is that it's, I just think with the way that NFTs are structured right now, it's just, this is, this was obviously going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was. It was. It's just been rife with scams. Like half this shit is awful. Mm. Like, yeah, there's some legitimate uses. The technology seems somewhat promising right now. Yeah. The fact that it uses more than like most countries, the entire like Bitcoin network uses more electricity <laughs> than countries. Yeah, is very concerning. Yes. Um, 
and that there are more, you know, they're making new coins, they're making new ways that are much more efficient and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we get it, but it's not there right now. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's not doing that right now. It's not working right now in a way that works for the do you, world. Do you think it will ever work out? Yeah, it, it definitely will at some point. Obviously, the idea of having a, a way that you can 100% own something digitally is going to be very convenient at some point. Yeah. It, the way you said yes, it was like, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but right now, it just doesn't, the way that it's being used is like a joke. No, no. I mean, like, it's weird to, it's weird seeing how fast they just came from, like, mm. basically nowhere to everyone talking about them. I mean, crypto. Well, because and, it's been just so, like, it's just been shoved down everyone's yeah, every it was literally, on it. Yeah, it was literally last year where I had not heard of the word NFT till, like, May or yeah. April, and then I couldn't stop hearing it. I was like, I remember being Awful. like, I mean, I yeah. only found out what it was like a couple on, months on ago. The fucking podcast. On the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so envious of you, Jay. Because I, I think I just like, yeah, I just avoided all that yeah. shit. I don't follow anyone who is and in And now that. there's the metaverse that's coming along, which uh, is yeah. just like, what? Well, have you seen that these companies are buying like space in like the metaverse? They're buying like plots of land in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So they're what buying, do you think of that? They're buying think of digital land. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, that's like. I mean, I feel like it is just. That's some sci fi territory. Uh, I, I feel like the past year uh, has opened up basically the age of like the digital gold rush. Is this where, what it must have felt like to see like the dot com bubble happen? I, th- I, think, I so. think so. I think so. That's, that's, that's must have been what it felt like where you see millions of fucking dollars being invested in. It's like the dumbest shit. Yeah. yeah. In like fucking kittens.com or something like that. I, I don't fucking know. Dude. And now kittens.com <laughs> is worth millions. Yeah, right? I don't know if this is true, but do you, you're in the metaverse, right? Uh-huh. They don't have legs. Have you seen that? No. They don't have, uh, they only have t- like torsos. So this is very much similar with me with NFTs. I know nothing about the metaverse. So do you, do you know why? Sword Art Online by Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. all I know. Do you want yeah. to take a guess why they only have torsos in this world? Why? Is it for people who perhaps are in wheelchairs and stuff like that, or? Uh, it's a very noble thought, Jay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> Maybe just, inclusive of everyone. Yeah. Can you, can you fetch this, Ashley? But to my understanding, it was to stop people like doing like implying sexual acts and stuff and doing <laughs> things. From what are I understand, I, from what I understand, that is the reason why. I mean, it is like, I read somewhere that like foot fetishes are like, I think the most common fetish in like, like the world. What's it got to do with Facebook? Oh, well, no, the legs. because oh, the legs. Oh, but it's like digital feet. It's like, oh, those master chief. I was like, where are you going with this point? Yeah, no, 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 that was no. the weirdest tangent. Well, no, like, Joey was... just wants to talk about foot fetishes. No, no, no. I was, like, I was like, trying like, to back like, up your point. Like, like Mark Zuckerberg is scared of Quentin Tarantino <laughs> getting in the metaverse or something. I was trying like. to back up your point and you guys made me out like I'm fucking weirdo. Like he's into digital feet. Joey's like, mmm, them Sims feet though. Delicious. Why didn't they just delete the feet then? If that's- just have no one for no stubs. one has feet. Everyone, has stubs. Everyone, has stubs. Everyone, has stubs. Everyone just looks like Kirby, you know, just, just stubs and nubs. Apparently it's a technical issue. Like the cameras can't capture the whole body. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Mm. <laughs> I don't think Is so, there anything man. mentioned about sexual stuff? I haven't found it. Can you Google sexual, Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> metaverse, no legs, sex. <laughs> fetish, fetish. Mark Zuckerberg, also, metaverse, foot fetish. Also you can, what, sorry? Turn off stage search. Yeah, yeah turn off stage so apparently uh, as well, there's like a, you have like your own bubble. People can't come into your space. Okay. But to me, it's weird, right? Because I don't know if I'm just like stupid, but it just looks like really shit VR chat. That's what I saw. And hmm. I was like, so is this like a game that 
Facebook is developing or like- It just looks like VR chat, but just less fun. And uh, <laughs> Like VR chat has really good games in it. Have you seen this? No. There's like games in VR chat and it's nuts. I was playing Super Monkey Ball the other day. Oh, wow. In VR chat? In VR, in VR, chat? VR chat. How were you not sick? I don't know. I'm like sick. I, and there was also like- I um, get sick playing regular Super Monkey Ball. Like, uh, <laughs> like a Tron game where you throw discs and they bounce around, you gotta dodge it. Oh, that's pretty I'm cool. Trying to hit the other person. That just seems like a VR game in a VR game. Yeah, so it is. And there's like, there's a whole cooking game right. in a VR game and it's like free. It's like, why the fuck would anyone want to play? How does VR chat work? I, I never, because I never played VR chat, but is it, is it like kind of like an open source kind of thing where people yeah, can yeah, create everyone, yeah, 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 yeah. their own their own games exactly. and their own spaces yeah. and stuff yeah, like so that? Can, oh, okay. It's all user generated. Okay. And that's why it's so fucking good. It's like yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. Because you'll be in a lobby and yeah, does it, is it annoying? that you get in a lobby and there's like 10 year olds screaming. Yeah, that's annoying. And I think Mark Zuckerberg is trying to address that by making it like age, uh, only like, I don't know, over a certain age are allowed to join. Right. Yep. Uh, but sure but VR chat is still really good. Like it's, it's, it's genuinely good. Like, so, okay, like so, so, so going back to the whole like buying digital plots of land on, on Meta, okay. right? Yeah. Like how, how does that work? Like what? I don't it's, fully- It's more the question of why? Well, if you own digital lands, it's it's like the metaverse is being marketed as this place that is kind of like just a, a new virtual reality world that everyone's going to go to, right? right? So you can literally live like a second life or even like, you know, your online media life in this virtual place that's called right. the metaverse. So what are companies doing? Oh, They're no. literally buying plots of land in this virtual land for treating it like they're bu they're buying real lands that exists in the real world Dude, right this, this is just lane this is legitimately it just is, lane. It is. You, wanna, scary. you want to hear like the most depressing thing ever please what? investors are play, paying millions for virtual land in the metaverse and um apparently <laughs> uh uh a, a company recently dropped 2.5 million dollars on a patch of land in decentral land one of the most popular metaverse worlds <laughs> And the prices have gone up four hundred to five hundred percent in the past few months. Wait, how, how much land are we talking? Like, how many digital how many know. digital I, square meters are we talking? I don't fully understand it. Another person uh, spent four point three million on a parcel of virtual land. Oh my god! Um, I oh my god! I, it, is this what happens when you just have too much money? Yes, I think this is what I think. What's happening <laughs> is that a lot of companies with a lot of money are like, let's just throw something into yeah. it. Right. If, it, if, it, if it fails, doesn't matter. If it, if it goes up tenfold, big money. Right, yeah. right. I think that's what's going on. And I think people in companies are hearing whispers of it. And I think, I, I also imagine as well that Facebook is doing a really good job at convincing these companies oh, yeah. that, that this is gonna be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Sure. When I feel like anyone who is in the tech space looks at metaverse and is like, I just don't see how this can become a thing that's like good. Yeah. Because how the fuck are you going to convince everyone to get a virtual headset? Do you know how annoying they are to? I'm, I love my tech, and I got to admit, virtual reality headsets are a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it comes with the uh, assumption that re virtual reality headsets will be at one point more streamlined than they already are, um, which they really, really need to be because, like, the barrier of entry for a virtual headset is like Oculus fucking. Oculus has done great, obviously. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is Facebook. Mm. Yeah, and that that is probably the most user friendly headset. Yeah. But it's still like, it's not perfect. It's no, not perfect, no. no like it's not you, don't, you don't want to have a business fuck. I do not want to have a business meeting with a fucking headset on. It's like, honey, where's Are my headset? Kidding? Need to get because, into a business like, meeting. One of the main pitches of like the metaverse, like you could have a, a meeting with your coworkers. Have you had a virtual reality headset on for more than two hours? No. It is, I, I have. have. 
It's awful. It's you it, it, it get sweaty. It's, it's the, like the only bulky. The only reason heavy. why I haven't done a, str- a stream on my Oculus is because I can't wear that thing for more than twenty minutes without oh, feeling really? sick. That's also it, it also barrier. it also yeah. depends on the game, yeah. Because yeah. I remember like I remember hearing about these rumors that people get motion sickness from wearing headsets. Yeah. Uh, and I, I uh, superstitions. Yeah, I, 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 superstitions. And I'm just it's like bullshit. You're not sick. And I'm just like they must just be weak minded. Yeah. I ain't like that. And I remember like the first time I got like my uh, Valve Index. Uh, one of the first games I bought was like uh, Pavlov. I think. Right. Uh, it was like the it's like the basically a virtual reality CS:GO. Okay. Yeah. And I remember walking in that for like 10 seconds. And I just got immediate fucking <laughs> motion sickness. Like, like my brain searched through like my, the entire history of humanity to like see if there was yeah. any, any kind of experience that could like help regulate what I was going through. And it was just like, yeah. nope, I don't know what's going on right now. You're just gonna, you're, you're, you're just sick. gonna feel sick, sick right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> like the thing is I, I get motion sickness, even if it's like not a very like movement intensive game. Like I get, yeah. I get sick after like, 20 minutes of Beat Saber. Yeah. And like, you're, you're not even fucking moving in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine with the motion sickness part. Yeah. I've only had one one game that's given me motion sickness. Yeah. Or like, not even motion, like make me feel like, ooh. Yeah. It was yeah. like this ninja game, Santiro or something. Mm. Yeah. And like you jump around, it's pretty sick, but like you at, you jump in the air yeah. really fucking high. Yeah. You can change direction in the air again, in any direction. Oh. So you can imagine it's like jump up, fly back. And it's, it's, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm getting sick just yeah. hearing it. Um, but it's good. Um, but I, the thing that I have difficulty with is these headsets are not light. Mm. Yeah. They, are, they are uncomfortable to wear and for bulky, a long period yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the index, I love the index. Amazing quality. Great piece of hardware. But it is heavy. Mm. And also the wires can suck my dick. I yeah. hate the wires. Yeah. Um, like, what I like I, about the Oculus, there's no wires. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the thing The thing is that I can't play a virtual or I haven't been able to play a virtual reality game more than a few hours before either like my head gets tired or I just want to chill out and I just want to like, cause like I, I start mm. sweating a lot because yeah, you're wearing- I, I sweat a lot as well. Yeah, man. yeah, you're, you, you start like, uh, I mean, like you're wear, basically wearing a sink on your head. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are. That's yeah. basically what it is. Pretty right? much, yeah. It's like um, an entire bottle of this. Yeah, yeah. It just traps, traps the it's heat. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. It's it's not comfortable at all. Yeah. And like, I I don't I don't think I don't know if this is just like boomer me talking, but I I can't see it being a real substitute for just face to face interactions. Yeah. To me, at least, Never. no, it won't. It I won't. mean, yeah. like you know, again, like the, in order for the metaverse thing to really pop off, it needs to be like VR headsets need to be common enough in every household as much as like, say a, a computer is today, right? Yeah. And I, I just don't see it happening for a while. The Oculus just isn't, it isn't quite there. And it's yeah. also expensive. You it is. These headsets, yeah. I think the Oculus is 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's steep for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if you look at the, the, the progress we've made in the past, what, 10 years? When did the HTC Revive come out? That was the first big one, wasn't it? The first big yeah. deal. Mm. When was that? When did, when did the HTC Vive get released, Ashley? Can you have a look? HTC what? Vive. HTC Vive. I thought it was the Oculus Rift was the first, like, real big one. That's was the that first like, one I heard was about. Was that like the one that was with Steam? <coughs> yes. Oh, okay. that was, when that was, the, that was the Oculus Rift then come out? That was, like, the, the OG Oculus Rift. That was before Facebook bought them, Facebook right? bought them out. Yeah. yeah. HTC Vive was unveiled in March 2015. Okay, what about the Oculus the Rift? Oculus Rift. The, original Oculus yeah, the original Oculus Rift, Rift was the one with the roller coaster. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought that the HTC Vive was the first time VR headsets became like somewhat viable. Oh, like a thing. Like to play games, like seriously. Oh. Oculus Could was be. March 2016. 
Oh, oh okay. So the Vive yeah, came yeah. out before. The Vive was the, I, is, I, I don't know, I could be totally wrong. I, yeah. I don't, what, you could Google what the first VR headset is. I think it's fair to say, at least to my memory, at least, that I think the HTC Vive was the first headset that came out that like made gaming seem like it made sense. Yeah. Right. On a, on a th- it wasn't just a gimmick. It was like, you could actually play games. Like mm. Super yeah. Hot was amazing. Uh, some of the demos are really good. And there were games coming out here and there that were, that were pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, no, I, you know, I think we thought there was going to be a big boom, but it there really hasn't been it's just that bec- many games no. in the past it's seven just, years. It's just because the money isn't there right now because yeah. it's so hard. There's so many barriers of entry um, for buying like a VR game. So like the only big game I can think of is Half-Life. Um, right. that's, that's the only like game where I look at this VR game and, and it like it stands sense. up mm. as like a game game. You know, it's it, like a lot of games that I play on, on VR, it seems like a tech demo with yeah, like, yeah. it seems like a glorified tech demo, but like Half-Life actually feels like a game. And that's because, you know, Super Valve cool. like invested in it. And I yeah. don't even like, I can't believe they made profit on it at all. Yeah. Like, mm. because I, I feel like that was more of just them flexing to be like, guys, we still make games. Remember, remember, remember. We made games. We were fucking, we were fucking amazing uh, game developer back in the day. Play, we can still do it. Yeah. We can still oh, do we it. Got it. We still got it, baby. <laughs> I, I played a lot of games on the VR, and Super Hot is still probably the best. Yeah, one. Super Hot is the best. That's the game that I get when people come to my house, and I'm like, "You want to, you want to try VR?" Yeah, Super Hot is the game that I'm yeah, like, yeah, try, yeah. try this. Yeah, because it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's Super Hot and Beat Saber, which yeah. is yeah. the best VR experience yeah. I've probably had yeah, so far. It's, it's. I understand because like setting up the Valve Index is like, it's the best headset, right? If you want performance yes. in gaming. But my God. But like, I, is, I, I think- oh, it, the is cable. Fu- it is a yeah. fucking commitment I think- to set that thing up. And you need a space big enough. Yeah. yeah. Which is another reason why it like in Japan, it's like not popular at all. No. Yeah. I, th- I think my problem with VR gaming that I've had so far is that it turns gaming- uh, for like for me, gaming is like a passive activity, mm. but VR gaming is definitely an active activity mm. for me. Where I, you know, you feel physically involved. It, it doesn't feel I passive do like to that, me. Though. No, I, I I do like that as well. But like that, you know, f- when you have like a fucking eight hour, ten hour gaming mm. session, I don't want to. That that's like I, there's right, only right, so right, long right, I can have yeah. I can do an, something active right. for that period of time. Like to me, a lot of games are a passive activity where you sit down on the couch or sit at your PC mm. and you just like chill there. And you just I think it also depends on like the the demographic as well, right? Like because I'm sure like you know the average ten year old has a lot more fucking energy to move around for eight to ten hours. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. versus like you know someone who's in like their forties. When right? I yeah. played a gorilla tag, yeah. On, on VR. VR. It was just all like 10 year olds. Yeah. It was all 10 year olds. Well, like, you know, I think back to like when Which, I was, well, I think back to when I was 10 and the fucking, uh, you remember the iToy? <laughs> Oh the fuck the camera on PS2, oh, on PS2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like when that shit came out and you had to like physically move zombies? around and shit yeah. like you know that like as a 10 year old that's like fuck yeah I could do this for hours yeah, but- if you got me an eye toy now I'd probably be like an hour and a half and I'm done yeah but that, that to me that was always like a gimmick you know like that 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 one time you go to like your cousin's house and they pull out the DDR mat and you're like oh okay <laughs> we're, we're having a DDR night the virtual boy. Like, yeah 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 right right it's like the shit mat that like barely registers <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff, like, it's like yeah you got a fucking stamp yeah, on like, like on like that foam, map, yeah. <laughs> and it will like so break shit. after like one like uh, like one use or something. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame because I think that like VR gaming is some of the most fun and rewarding gaming out there when mm-hmm. it's yeah, done it right. Is. It is. The problem is there's no incentive for people to develop games for it. Like yeah. it's hard, yeah. and also it's like you know when you're a kid and you I don't know if you ever had them. Uh, I don't know what they're called in Australia, but in the UK the brand called like uh, Scale Electrics. 
It's like the, you know, those cars, you have to lay out that track. Yeah. And then you, you have the- Oh, Hot Wheels. Uh, maybe Hot Kinda Wheels. Kind of like Hot Wheels. You lay yeah. out the track and then you have those things that like, you turn the buttons and they go zoom around the fucking oh. thing. What are they called? And what's the generic name for them? Oh. Uh, I think you're right. Be scale uh, I don't like know. on like the fucking scale. I, th- I always thought Scalectrics was a brand like Hot yeah, Wheels. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a brand. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to know what the. I only, I only really play with Hot Wheels. Well, like, it's like point? it's like that. That's yeah. what VR feels like right now, and it, right. it needs to get to the point where, where current gaming is, where it feels like oh, just put on the headset, you're good to go. Right. Yeah. Right now, it's like I have to turn on the two base stations. I have to make sure all the cables are plugged in. Oh, I got to install this update. Oh, the tracking's off. I got to fix the tracking. It's like it's such a. It's like going back to that feeling as a kid where you set up that that track mm. and you set it all up. Up just for that like 30 minutes of enjoyment yeah, yeah. and then you got to put it all away again yeah, yeah. so like in, until it gets to the point where it doesn't feel like a slog to set up yeah. it's yeah. not that it's active i think i think it's 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 like a pain in the ass to set up and i know oh, it is i've got mine set up now to the point where it's as painless as possible and it's still a pain in the ass yeah, yeah. like I, it, that, that five minutes of me turning everything on and doing it all is just a little bit annoying for my my lazy gamer brain mm. to want to do well, it because you're fun. so used to just the the turn on immediately start yeah right, gameplay, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah that makes uh, sense yeah uh, it's called skelet street uh, that's the brand of yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 is there a generic name for that kind of product or i think it just motorized cars. Yeah. Just like the, yeah, you know how, like, it, as a kid, I think we had a, a really dodgy one mm. and it was just a whole event setting it up. Yeah, like, yeah, It yeah. took so long. But yeah, but so like, you, as I remember as a kid, you had way more patience, you know? Right, like, exactly. As, as, not not saying, even right? as a kid, but as a teenager as right, well, right, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I tell people about the fucking. Uh, the fucking efforts I had to go through to even just fucking watch anime or right. play some mm-hmm. visual novels, mm-hmm. and you had to f- you had to like download like seven million zip yeah. files, yeah. read <laughs> tutorials about how to like install this game, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm I think back to that now, and I'm just like, man, imagine like imagine trying to do that now. We can just press one button on Steam to like yeah. play play a lot of these like Japanese underground games and all, all that. Well, even like console games, right? Like you had to like go into the bin to look for the, the cartridge of the game, and then you had to fucking put it in. Oh, it's not yeah. working. Pull it out. Blow on it a little. Yeah. Put it back in, turn it on, wait for it to load. Now you just fucking turn on your Switch and the download game is right there. Yeah. But Easy. like, I, I, th- I, I mean, I, I've owned my game's cartridge. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh. I, I give them to my, like, other people when I'm done with them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But like, a big thing that I've kind of like felt recently is that. Like I've I've kind of like thought, what is the direction that gaming is going to go, right? What because I've uh, I've recently procured myself a PlayStation Five. I know, oh, really? I know, guys. I know, I know. Mm. Oh, you're, um, the, you're the lucky few. Yeah, the lucky few. Oh. And the reason I did that was entirely because I was like, I'm not gonna. I don't need a PS5. Yeah, I don't need a PS5. And then. Horizon uh, Forbidden West came out and Horizon Zero Dawn is like one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm like, all right, this kind of deserved the special treatment. I'll try and go out my right. way to get a PS5 in order to play this game. Yeah, And the game looks fucking amazing. It yeah. looks fucking fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, but is it, is it that different from playing it on a PS4? I wouldn't really say so. You know, I, 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 I feel like hyper-realism in video games has almost reached a limit to the point where it's like, yeah. we can't get any better graphics. Games don't look this. that much different. Yeah. To, um, like eight years ago. Yeah. They don't, they, they it's like we can't get any jump. better than this. Like I remember jumping from like, I, m- I remember the first time I got my N64 and I played Super Mario 64 yeah. and like my mind fucking blew. It yeah. was like, I was I, like running around in 3D after <laughs> after 2D Mario all, all this time. Like yeah. I could not comprehend yeah. how such an experience like could be done. 12 year old me was like up, 
is forward. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what? How does that work? <laughs> and, and, and now I'm just like, I think there are extra pixels that I'm that my eye is seeing right now. Right. I, I feel Unless like, you have like a 12K like TV, like yeah, you're not yeah, going to yeah, see yeah, the difference, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel like it's a bit smoother because there are slightly more frames, but it certainly, it certainly isn't like the mind blown kind of experience yeah. that I felt before. But that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's why I feel like we've almost reached that limit when it comes to like amazing graphically how games can be. And that's why I feel like, especially the indie scene for the past like 10 years has been more focused on making these more like stylized games like pixel games and stuff like that like yeah. you know what i want back i want cell shading in games back can we, I, I, can I, we have that I, back has it ever left i think it's like it used to be in the forefront i feel of like all the mainline games or like the mainstream games in, in a, in, in a way it was i think so i think for like certain demographics like you know like when like wind waker came out for yeah. example everyone fucking hated it at first until they played and they realized how amazing it was yeah right? I, I, I remember when everyone when wind waker came out and there was so much discussions in like magazines to be like this is a step down from, <laughs> like this is a graphical step down that's what the trend was right it was yeah. realism realism yeah, realism, yeah. realism realism, realism. Yeah. and then and then when we started getting used to the cell shader shit like with um what it, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw is like another game series that's like very cell shaded, very stylized, right? Yeah. People were also like, oh man, this game looks too fucking weird. Like it's 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 not pretty enough. Mm. And then people immediately when they played the game, they found out, oh, you know what? This is pretty, but just on a different caliber of pretty. Yeah, I mean, I like know. I would say like Wind Waker has aged the best visually in terms of like, I, I, I would argue like, Pretty much every Zelda game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think it looks better than Pokemon Arceus. And, the best, and the best thing is, yeah, exactly. And the best thing is those kinds of styles, a lot of the times are ageless. Yeah. I like, mean, yeah, look, like at, look at Cuphead. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Cuphead's or like, you like know, like Wind beautiful. Waker looks just as good in yeah. even in today's standards because it's so stylized. Whereas yeah. if you go back to like, you know, uh, Ocarina of Time, right? You, you're like, you're like, oh, not as pretty as my 12 year old mind yeah, back Ocarina then thought it was. A, a fugly game. Yeah, it's not it, a pretty game. So you have the, if you have the context, you know, the setting and stuff, it makes, yeah. it makes yeah. sense. Of course, you know, people who say like, you know, with all those N64 games who are like, no, no, it looks, it looks just as good today. Or obviously yeah. they're just operating off nostalgia. Yeah. Right. But like anyone can look at Mario 64 and go, fuck me, that's an ugly game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it just, I just think Mario 64 looks kind of good. <laughs> you think? Compared to like Ocarina? Well, yeah, like if you look at something like Goldeneye, Goldeneye looks awful. Oh, that looks yeah. awful. Goldeneye uh, looks giant. And you know, in Ocarina of Time, I think it looks awful. I don't know, Mario 64, like, I, I don't know why. I think it looks okay. It, I, I don't think right. it aged as bad as you might think. I think yeah. you, you you should probably take like a closer look at I it. I have, I have, I have. Because I, I was- I Bowser was playing... looks like shit. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Bowser looks like shit. The Peach looks... in the opening scene, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That is true, actually. Because yeah. I, I, when, I, when I think of Mario 64, for some reason, I go to Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, because that was like, oh, I guess my, my, my childhood Mario yeah, that yeah, yeah. I remember. And Mario Sunshine has aged a lot better uh, visually, visually oh, than Mario times. 64. A million times yeah. better, yeah. Yeah, because uh, with yeah, I, I feel like that generation of games like um, PS1. like the no, no, I wouldn't say PS One because like I, I look back at like Metal Gear Solid One and I'm I I look back at like pixels talking to each other like Snake's face does he doesn't have detail. It's like it's just one, a, one triangle. It, yeah. It's just a triangle, and I remember thinking, how the fuck did I get invested in these cutscenes <laughs> of just Snake going Otacon, and it's just like a pixel going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, I, I feel like the PS2 GameCube era was kind of when we started really like really getting to 
getting to the point where I couldn't see that much of a big jump in graphical fidelity. Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, I, I did see a difference with PS3. PS3 to me is when it kind of like peaked, you know, mm. where, you know, I, well, Last of Us originally came out on the PS3, right? Mm. Yes. And I was just like, I to me, like the original Last of Us, like pretty much every game looks about the same as Last yeah. of Us. You know, even, even though I could tell they look graphically better, they're not that much graphically better that mm. I think, my God, this is a fucking mind blowing amount of improvement. Yeah. You know? The oh. Wii looks pretty bad though. The I'm Wii, well, yeah. that's because the Wii had like was very it, limited hardware. Isn't the Wii well. in, um, isn't it in 480p, the Wii? Yeah, I think, I think so. It has a native resolution of 480p. Yeah, and it's and just it looks, upscale. It looks, <laughs> it looks rough when you go yeah. back and play it. You're yeah. like, oh. Because I remember as a kid when Super Smash Brothers Melee, no, uh, Brawl came out. Yeah. I remember I thought, dude, this is like the pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that with uh, Twilight Princess. Like, this yeah. is insane. Yeah. And then I looked back like a, like a year ago and I was like, what the fuck? It looked like that the entire time. I think because I'm I'm remembering the rendered cutscenes for that game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the cutscenes look amazing. Yeah, because of, I mean, of course they fuck. Yeah, but I think in with in the case with that generation of consoles like the Wii, I think it depends on the game as well. Mm -hmm. Because oh, yeah. like Twilight Princess still looks great. <clears throat> Even though yeah. that's a Wii game, does it? I think it still looks great. I haven't liked it. But compared, to, compared to Brawl, I think, I think every single footage I've seen of Twilight Princess of late has been the uh, HD remaster. The HD yeah. remaster. But if you look at it comparatively, like a lot of these like HD remasters, mm. I don't really see the point of calling them HD remasters because if you put them side by side, they're really unless you're like a fucking you know pixel mm. snob, like you're not gonna see it. Like you know when uh, Final Fantasy X remaster mm. came out, right? Like mm -hmm. the HD remaster. Yeah. yeah, I played it and I was like. How does this look any different to the PS2 version? Well, so did you did you see the uh, the GTA uh, three remaster? Uh, no. Oh, it was a disaster. Really? It was like the game looked worse. <laughs> did you not see this? No, I didn't see this. It was like a massive controversy. No, I didn't see this at all. They like took off the original Grand Theft Auto and you couldn't buy it. The right. Original, the original third one. Yeah. And they were like, you have to buy the remake. They 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 reversed it a little bit. I can't remember exactly what they did. Yeah. But they released this remake, and it looked worse than the original. <laughs> it was like they just turned like the smoothness option on. Like everything had just been smooth. Right, right, So the people right. just looked even weirder in the cutscenes. Oh. And like all of it looked, have you not seen the- no. Okay, let me quickly no. grab a few images and show you. I'm gonna just type in uh, Grand Theft Auto GTA 3 remaster uh, images, images, uh, comparison. Comparison, okay. Yeah, so like, look at this. This is the original and this is the remastered. <laughs> oh, that's- Oh, that's uh, gross. That's yeah. just uncanny. You yeah, know? there's also yeah. like, yeah. Um, there's so many where it, like, it doesn't look like that much better. Yeah, yeah. It's like- I, I, I'd, I'd say mm. the original has more character to it. Yeah, yeah like, a lot of the cutscenes, the characters just look worse. Yeah. It's really weird. I just don't understand. But that's the thing with like, again, that's the thing with like HD remasters, right? Like when they did HD remaster of Wind Waker, I was like, this legitimately looks no different. It still looks just I as good. I think it does look a bit crisper. You but think that's so? It though. I think I it's it's very minute though. I would say yeah. right, like like you know, compared to like Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII remake, right? like you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like right? you know, that's that's yeah, a big that's jump, a right? Big like, jump. Yeah, that's it's a like big a, jump. it's the difference between a remake and a remaster. Though. Right, it's true. right, it's true. Well, yeah, they just kind of like upped the contrast and smoothed it all out and made it probably just higher depth, like yeah, yeah higher higher resolution but like it's like so it style it it's so stylized though yeah. that like in terms of like actual graphical updates or upgrades yeah. it's like it's not something to write home about yeah. yeah if you look at the images it just looks like the edges are smoother 
Yeah. Like RTX has been turned on. But yeah. you're not, you're not going to see no, that big of a difference it, when you're playing the game. It wouldn't right? make a difference no, to your no. experience playing the game. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's talking about like the graphical differences as well. But in terms of like gameplay differences, I feel like the gaming industry as a whole has just like optimized pretty much like 90% of everything they can that can be optimized. Mm. And you know, every so often we get something like uh, Breath of the Wild that completely changes the way you look at like an open world, for example. Yeah. And now every open world game has a glider for some reason, yeah. even if it doesn't need it. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the technology is less so focused on making the things very uh, high graphics or making the textures more advanced. It's like, I think right now, a lot of the technology from what I understand is focused on like, um, like the the lighting and stuff, right? So yeah. making it so when you put a character in a world that you can add all of the effects naturally. So instead of yeah. having a beam of light and you programming like the light is here, it's like you program the room and then you have a bunch of options to like turn on the, I've got what the name of the lighting thing is. It's like, it's like lighting where it uses Blooming. like the calculations, to like figure out what would happen if like a ball went in the way yeah, from the right, reflection right. stuff. I think that's where a lot of the, the advancements are being made, not so much in like the individual um, like assets, makeup, because mm, yeah. the models that we have of characters in games are very, very high quality. Oh, they yeah. are. They and are. The and they have been thing, for a while. Yeah, the only thing that's left is making how the models interact with the world more realistic mm. if they want that or you know whatever they yeah. want to do. And so now it's about making the machines that can do these animations or do these things built in and, and do them smoother. From what I understand, yeah. I could be totally wrong. Someone might correct me. That's, yeah. that's what I want to know, right? It's like, what's the, once we've perfected that hypothetically, mm. what's the next step? Well, that's why I do look to VR. Cause I do remember the first time I tried Beat Saber and the mm. first time I tried Superhot, I did get that same kind of feeling mm. that I got playing Super Mario 64 for the mm. first time, which is just like, your brain has never experienced something like this before. And yeah. it's just fucking pure cocaine. It was like, like the first time I played Super VR was like is like one of the funnest gaming experiences I've mm. ever had. Yeah. Like mm. period, absolutely. But like that was that was an hour or so, or however yeah. long yeah. it took me to play Super. There's VR. no big games in VR. Right? Yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. really good. Like one to three hours. Where, where's the next Mario? Where's the, where's the Mario VR game, dude? I want a Mario oh. VR game where I am Mario. <laughs> the problem is, is that movement is limited. Right? Movement, like yeah. If you, if you let like- Mario the, Kart VR, where's Mario Kart VR? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be. I think there are racing they, games in VR. Well, they did it in uh, they did it in Mario Land, so why can't they do it in an Oculus? That was not very good though. That wasn't very good, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean, right? Like if, um, if we get like a Mario Kart VR. I think right now the problem bus. is like movement is really hard. Yeah. And when mm. movement is realistic, it's not good. Because yeah. that's not what you want. Right. But also if you add unrealistic movement to your character, it becomes really hard to make it feel real. Like that yeah. game I mentioned where you jump around. Yeah. You yeah. don't jump around, you just point the th stick and press jump. Because you can't do that movement. There's yeah. no, yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't jump in my fucking room. Like yeah. a ninja, right? <laughs> I wish I could. You know how bad I, 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 I want to be on the sidelines watching that. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could. I will never get bored of like the random, every like random clips like that sometimes get recommended on my YouTube of like grandmas trying VR for the first time. <laughs> and like them doing like the balance beam oh game or something God. and just like jumping head first into Dude, a wall. jumping and shit. <laughs> Oh like oh the like guy jumping into his TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. I, I will never get bored of it. Or like the grandma who like, or I think it was a grandma or grandpa who did like the, the climbing one yeah. and uh, they oh, like no. slowly fell. Oh, no. <laughs> and like they fell onto like a table or something. Did you see those, um, I know there's some places you can do it and it's like an activity. 
They have the VR headsets that the cables go up to the roof. Mm. Yeah. And it's like a, a treadmill you're standing on. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, on, yeah. Like an omnidirectional. Oh, omni, yeah, omnidirectional yeah, 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 one. Yeah. yeah. And you can like, have a gun and then you can like run around. Yeah, yeah. I know it, there's one place in Shinjuku I think you can do that. Really? Yeah. With the treadmills? I think so. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done that. that well. What the fuck? Yeah. I know there's a few in America. Yeah. It looks really cool. It looks really it like- It looks really yeah, dope, I'd, I'd like yeah. to try that out. Yeah. Like imagine it's one where it's like a trampoline that gives you like feedback mm. based on like how much pressure hmm. you put on the trampoline or something kind of thing. Yeah, cause like I've heard- It's like you're in gravity and the trampoline gets stiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's like less, you know, you're on like a swampland, it's like yeah. swampy. That'd be yeah. cool. I don't know how you do that though. Cause like I've heard like one technique that people use to combat motion sickness in VR games, right? Is to literally- He's uh, drinking uh, vitamin C. <laughs> Drink <laughs> Eating a fuck ton of oranges, eating a fuck ton of pouring some salt, pouring some salt in their wound. Directly into your eyes. I had to do it, I had to do it. But also actually just like walking, like walking in the spot, you know, like like just literally, just literally like just moving your legs to make it feel like you're walking. And it's just weird that that just like, that is enough to trick your brain into thinking, oh, okay, this is this is real walking now. I can understand this, right? Oh, I've, never, I've never done that before. I should try. Yeah, that. I should try that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's VR right now is at the very new stages. I'm very interested to see how and like if if gaming gets to a point where mm. this kind of does become mainstream and we get some like actual AAA games with VR games. Cause yeah, right now it seems like a very overpriced piece of tech for a lot of tech demos. Yeah, uh, it's a shame because I really like it. Mm. I really want it to evolve. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be where I, I think it would be really sick and mainstream for like another 10 years at least. I'm, I'm just waiting, man. I, I want Sword on Light. Hey, Four-year-old me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be jamming in VR when it's out, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to be that that dad that is like in like doing his PC stuff all the time, playing games. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be that dad for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course, of course. We're going to be the generation when we're retired, we're like, oh, finally, I can get started yeah. with that back catalog of games, right? Yeah. Aren't we getting close to the year that Sword Art Online was set now as well? 2024. Five, I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, it could be done. Just like I don't know how I remember. Just that. like, just hook a wire up to your like PC or something that like electrocutes you if you die in the game. Like, <laughs> it's like you, no. like, like you actually just it like gives you like a so like a like a shock collar. It, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it gives you a lethal voltage if you die in the game. Like we could just do. We could probably do it now. We just yeah. don't because yeah. we're scared of what we could create. I'm sure there's some- We're scared of in, in, yeah. advancements in technology. 2022, so this year. Oh, this year. <laughs> actually this so year. So online is this year, let's oh go. Oh my God. I, I, I actually read, I think they're releasing like, someone's releasing an MMO, the first VR MMO. Uh, oh my God, it's real, sure. it's real. It's real. Nah, it's real. Oh. We, we can barely make good MMOs now. I hope I get selected as a beta. <laughs> you, are, you are a beta, Jay. <laughs> But yeah, I hate to date the video, but uh, I just want to talk about this one thing uh, mm-hmm. that I saw on Twitter this morning. Right. Uh, <laughs> so old news by the time. This so probably old news by the time this comes out, but I just couldn't fucking believe it. Um, Snoop Dogg has joined FaZe Clan. What? I'm not even joking. What? <laughs> he has joined FaZe Clan as FaZe Snoop. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you think about that? <laughs> okay, okay. I might be out of touch here. Yeah. What is a FaZe Clan? But like, I know FaZe Clan, but I don't know FaZe Clan. <laughs> what are FaZe Clan? What's like, a, like, What is a FaZe Clan? Well, what? It's, um, you know, it's a, it was originally a YouTuber organization. And now it's an esports organization, right? Yeah, and then it, so, so they, 
always had it was back in the day when COD started. It was yeah, always yeah, yeah. And optic. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it started. I, I followed it then, but like they've seemed to like just gone out of that little bubble. I, and I don't know what phase is anymore. I don't know either. Are they just like a, a like a YouTube house? Or no, YouTube it's like a brand. Or? And you know, if you if you're anointed into phase, anointed, knighted into phase, you get a you do genuinely get a lot of success just off the yeah, bat. Yeah, like yeah, it's of a course. very powerful brand yeah. with younger audiences normally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a lot of people our age watch phase are they still 15 16 yeah 17. are they still an esports organization or yeah, are so they, they do everything it's kind of like a brand you know there's okay. uh, that's kind of what they're that's is it like an agency yeah so it's uh, from what i understand it's uh, more of an agency right but but all of the esports brands are all kind of going that way right now because they mm. realize that relying only on esports is not the best for business yeah because yeah. you can you know if your team competes only Four times, six times a year. That's you, you have to. You can only monetize the sponsors and then those events. Yeah. Whereas if you're you're an entertainer, you can monetize every time they upload or do something. Yeah. And take yeah. A cut, so. I, mean, I mean, now it just seems like a lot of esports organizations are just streamer organizations because that's that's Pretty what much. I feel with like with Phase Phase Clan now. Yeah. I'm just like, are they still the esports organization or are they an uh, entertainment? I always thought it was like so. I always and thought e-sports. it was like you know kind of like uh, factioned off. Whereas like these like we have a bunch of Phase Clan members who are like the esports players who don't go on Twitch or YouTube or anything. Yeah. And then we have the YouTubers and then we have the Twitch streamers and then, you know. Well, well a lot of the time as well, they they want to get the the best players in uh, a game or a genre because normally the best players at any game, if they stream, they will have an audience. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not necessarily always, but it, they have a lot better chance of getting an audience. Right, right. You know, and you, yeah. can, you can kind of help them and coach them through it. Well, they're definitely going to get a bigger audience now, now that the Snoop D-O-double-G has joined. I don't yeah. know. For some reason, when I heard that, I'm just like, that doesn't sound surprising to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just like- Snoop, Snoop does some interesting business Snoop decisions. does yeah. a lot of- I'm yeah. sure the deal is very good for Snoop. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I'm sure it's an extremely good deal I'm, for Snoop. I'm sure he needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to me, it has the same energy of- uh, Do you remember like back when, you know, uh, when E3 happened and mm. you'd see like these press conferences and then like at every like E3 presentation they'd be they'd have this like run one random celebrity come on to promote their game <laughs> like, check this out like I don't know like fucking Drake promoting Madden or yeah, something like that you know what I mean yeah know? that it has the same energy as that for me it where, does yeah where you just get like this random with this random celebrity to promote your brand or to promote your game. Um, and it wouldn't make any sense, but you know, I just, it makes, <laughs> it, it makes sense because it's so, it's such meme worthy that people are going to talk about it anyway. Oh yeah, of course. And of Snoop Dogg has done plenty of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so amazingly in touch with like internet audiences and just meme culture that mm-hmm. like, he's, it's just like a win for him. It's just, I don't know, there's just something weird about there's something weird about I mean, it. He's always we have posting, to call him Face Snoop now. He's always <laughs> posting on Instagram and stuff and all that. Mm. Remember he like like doxed his Uber driver or something. What? He like doxed his like delivery or DoorDash person yeah. because they didn't like deliver the food. Right. He like showed a picture in their first name to all of his followers. Oh my God. Because he was shown the interaction. <laughs> right. Right, he was right. angry that he... I think Snoop Dogg was upset that they didn't deliver the food. And I think Snoop was trying to tell him where to go right. to deliver it. Because obviously Snoop lives in like a gated community. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a bit harder to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. And he was like complaining on his Twitter and showed the face and name of the person. And this guy got like a lot of hate, I think. Jesus. Poor guy. Poor guy. 
yeah, but, but I don't know. It's just uh, it, it's for me. It's like really fascinating just watching these like very traditional celebrities and like music artists and whatnot, like kind of really dig their heels into things like Twitch and YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. You know, yeah. like when I found out like, you know, T-Pain regularly streams on Twitch and he has like a pretty fucking massive audience. T-Pain there. streams on Twitch? Yeah, T-Pain, mm. T-Pain is massive on Twitch, dude. Like he, he's been streaming constantly. Right. Like, like everyone wonders, oh, what happened to T-Pain? He's on Twitch now. <laughs> Mm. He's just mm. streaming on Twitch, like Dead Mouse as well. He's just streaming on Twitch. Yeah, I know Dead Mouse streams yeah. on Twitch, and it's just I don't know. It's it's really bizarre that like uh, at least I find it very bizarre to see these like people you'd only ever see. Yeah, the people you'd only ever see on like TV shows and like music videos and stuff like that yeah, just me, suddenly being like, look at, oh, yeah. you know, I just dropped a five dollar donation to T Pain the other day on Twitch. You know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just weird to yeah. say out loud. I don't know. T Pain stream. He streamed fifteen hundred oh, hours. He's got the analytics up. He's I'm, looking at, I'm looking at. I Real streamer boy here. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's active normally one day a week. One day, okay. And normally okay. Uh, he streams for quite a while. I think. I'm sure. He's, I'm sure he's busy doing other I'm things. Sure, too. he streams right, more than me. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. He streams more than God. <laughs> yeah, he streams more than me. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he's quite active. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was surprised. I just ran because I remember I was just like going through Twitch one day and you know, like the channels you should watch thing you know, yeah. came up and on the top of it, it just said T-Pain. And I was like, that can't be the I same was, T-Pain, right? It's the guy who wrote Through the Fire and Flames. The oh, the guitarist for Dragon he, Force. Yeah. I think he streams. On the Twitch. guitarist and the drummer actually stream yeah. really regularly. I remember they wanted to perform their song, but they couldn't for copyright reasons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, like, that sounds like sounds like the age of the internet. Yeah, right? copyright laws are broken. Yeah. yeah, no, like I remember, like when uh, at DMC eight. Well, they when, were. They were. Yeah, when like Gordon Ramsay replied to XQC or something oh, about, yeah. about the cooking thing. That that was so surreal. What a weird what? Thing. I, I don't think that's Gordon. I'm pretty sure that's just someone managing his account. But I think Gordon has very good people in charge of his account. I don't know because Gordon's pretty active on like TikTok, right? He's pretty active on like social I, media I, platforms. I, I, I have feel- to doubt that he's he's. He's keeping up with it. Yeah, I think Gordon has a very good team of b- Zoomers, like, teaching yeah. him and k- telling him what to do. Because like in his le- in one of his videos, he just kept talking about Uncle Roger, and I was like, "You obviously have someone who's like keeping you in touch and yeah. telling you." Well, ob- yeah. well, obviously, yeah. We've talked about how whoever they've hired for like the Kitchen Nightmares um, titles on YouTube, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. Ten, top ten times the food was bussing. Kitchen yeah. Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like that that was like an actual YouTube title. Like what oh is God. happening? And it worked, it worked. It got so yeah. many fucking views. Yeah, Even though it's like a fucking decade old show now or something. I don't I'm know. You, he, the people running is. his accounts first title. People yeah. running his accounts are like on top of their shit. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I don't even want to know how much the Kitchen Nightmares YouTube account makes. Because I've noticed as well the YouTube Kitchen Nightmares account literally just reposts the same clips with different titles and different montages all the time. Really? They'll be like <clears throat> Top 10 times the burger was good. And then the next one will be like, top 10 times the food was good. And they'll just reuse the same clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they just keep making different lists and then reusing the same clips because it's finite. There's only, they don't have right. more than what they have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but genius, somehow though. they've been daily uploading and keep uploading stuff. It's, it's genius though, because whenever, a, I don't know about you guys, but whenever a Kitchen Nightmares- I clip, watch it. Clip shows up <laughs> my timeline that I always got time. I even if I've seen this clip like ten million times before. It's like, all right, how busted is it actually? I'm gonna find out. Kitchen nightmares. <laughs> night- Top ten times. Mares. The food was busted. Oh my god! And I think another one was like when the food wasn't busted. Top ten times the food wasn't busted. Okay, right. Kitchen oh, nightmares gets uh, on average uh, uh, fluctuates from anywhere between. 
30 to 70 million views a month. Holy shit. Right? <laughs> That's probably in the range of like, uh, it could be anywhere from like 100 to 200 grand a month. Well, yeah, yeah. knowing how well food channels do, especially. Yeah, it's probably 200,000, 200,000 plus dollars yeah. a month. Which is what, which makes me wonder, why don't more reality TV shows post as many fucking clips as they possibly can? Probably um, because a lot of their production team are out of touch or maybe some copyright issues. Probably, probably a mixture of things. Also probably a lack of faith that they'll do well. Yeah. yeah you know, because- Kitchen Nightmares brand is still very strong. Yeah, like like what what show were you thinking of specifically? Like pretty much any reality TV show. Like I feel like Big Brother, like Ninety Day Fiance, yeah. you know, like and any any basically anything made by TLC, mm. like fucking The Bachelor, like shit like that. Like I feel like reality TV in like especially reality TV was meant to be watched in a group. Well, TLC uploads clips all the time. That's yeah. why they're so they get do so well because they upload all the clippable moments. Well, that's, that's how yeah. 90 Day Fiance got big to begin with, right? Yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. the clips went viral. I, I would like, I, I wonder if it would do even better on like, if they not only, not only uploaded whole episodes, but like uploaded whole episodes, uploaded clips, uploaded like fucking montages, like with the Kitchen Nightmare mm. things, because it feels like this kind of content is just infinitely recyclable because it's content that you're gonna fucking watch whenever you have like a lunch and you need to sit yeah. down and you're like, what clip do I want to watch? Ah, oh, maybe I'll just watch Kitchen Nightmares. Maybe yeah. I'll just watch Ninth Day Fiance. Again, the same fucking big head clip or whatever, you know? <laughs> you never get tired of the big you're head just, You'll just never get tired of that. Yeah. Right? Another clip of somebody who's over like 600 pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or someone with like a gross, uh, you know, obsession or yeah. uh, coffee yeah. animal. I like, I like smelling buttholes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Was it like, what was that show? Like My Weird my, Obsession? Uh, my, my weird, Strange Addiction. My Strange, my strange Addiction, addiction. Yeah. that's it, yeah. The one about the coffee anima gets me every time. I'm just like, there's no way someone actually does that. And they do. I'm like, gross. The one thing that makes me cringe the most for some reason is uh, the, it was this one British woman mm. who uh, eats concrete. Or eats <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't the fact that she- Well, it's just better than British food. <laughs> 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 that is a British delicacy, yeah. right? <laughs> Developing a strong jawline with that uh, one. Somebody, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me they were like, why do Legos have do not eat warnings and British food doesn't? Valid <laughs> <laughs> argument. That's true. No, it's, it was just like the noise that it made when she was crunching. Oh, she was crunching. I can hear it. Does she have yeah. any teeth left? Probably filing them down slowly. Yeah, honestly. Like, you know that feeling where you accidentally get sand in your mouth and it's just like, I don't know, it's just the worst <laughs> feeling. Like Anakin Skywalker, this is like <laughs> atrocities. That feeling alone. That feeling, I, I understand Anakin for that one oh, for that one moment where you accidentally get sand in your mouth and you just spend the next five minutes just like, oh, there's just a weird crunch in it. Yeah. Like, I can't get rid of it. I think maybe the reason why like a lot of like, you know, shows like that, reality TV shows don't post clips and full episodes, I think is because a lot of their like, I don't know, this is just speculation, but I'm guessing a lot of like the producers and the production team and the people behind the actual show still have some level of faith that people still watch TV like they used to back mm, in the yeah. day. And so they're like, well, I mean, we're still getting numbers, maybe not as big as, you know, back in the aughts, but you yeah. know, people are still watching TV. I, I also yeah. imagine that maybe if you're producing a lot of shows, mm. I imagine there has been a lot of shows that are just lost because they didn't archive them properly or they didn't, yeah. they, didn't yeah, they don't true. have the files or they, mm. they have them. They just don't know what, what which one's which. And yeah. I yeah. imagine there's a lot of that going on. Probably 
copyright, you know, like maybe the production team made it and then sold it to a network and maybe the network doesn't have the rights and the production yeah. team doesn't, uh, maybe they also don't have the rights. For and I'm sure they didn't build those contracts, you know, with the clause of like, oh, you know, if these go on YouTube, then we hold I'm, all the yeah, rights. I'm sure they do yeah. now. A lot of networks probably do, yeah. but I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. But like a show from the 2000s, probably not. Yeah. 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 Like I noticed right now, especially like whenever I go on my Netflix, holy fuck. Fuck, they make a lot of reality TV shows. Like yeah. with, with like every single genre, right? It does I'm, well. Yeah, I'm, I remember when Netflix- it's like was pick like, an occupation. There's yeah. probably a reality show around yeah, that. I've, the glass blowing one, you watched that one? No, that's no, a, there's, there's a, a glass, glass blowing one? There's a glass blowing like- Of course com- there is. Like, like competition. I watched like the full series. I don't know why. <laughs> Did it have like the reality TV like interviews? It was like, like MasterChef with glass blowing. Oh my God. Right. And they had like the archetypes though, of the glass blowing judges. They were like the, you know- like the Gordon Ramsay, the, 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 the nice one, the mean one. I can't believe he just said that about my vase. No, yeah. <laughs> Is it like exactly the same format and everything like that? Yeah, but like you have now 30 minutes to make your your glass. <laughs> It is literally like Master Chef, but replaced with glass blow. Oh my god! It wasn't that bad. Is it called Blown Away? Yeah, Blown Away. Blown yeah. Away. Blown Away. How many oh seasons has it got now? It's got. Hold on, let me see. Probably season two. two. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I remember when like Netflix was like just shitting out like five documentaries a day, and now they've they're like shitting out five I, different reality TV shows damn, a day. Glass Blowing got a season two, and No Game No Life didn't. Like, what the fuck's I'm, wrong? With this I'm world? surprised <laughs> that like every single. Death in the US hasn't had a docu-series at this rate. Like, yeah. <laughs> everything has been covered at this point. Yeah, honestly. I just don't, it's crazy. Like I, I watched one the other day about like some uh, grandma who uh, was killing people in her house. And, and I was like, how, how are they finding this stuff? Who's finding this? This is insane. Why was this not televised earlier? Like, I feel like I should know about this. A grandma <laughs> killing people? This feels like a, yeah. like a TV show plot. Yeah. If this happens on TV, it would be like unrealistic. Obviously, you don't watch enough true crime documentaries or true crime podcasts or channels. Well, it's because right? oh, yeah, the true dude, crime podcasts like been there, done yeah, that. been there, done that. Because like, I, I feel like there's this basic there, the obsession. Sometimes you're watching true crime, you're like, mm. and then you just get this moment of like your your consciousness going. Don't you think it's weird that you're watching stories about people being murdered and that we're just shoving cameras <laughs> in their face and in- interrogating people to tell uh, tell us how they felt twenty years ago when their family member died? Like, do you not get that when you watch it? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I get these moments. I'll watch a full series. I won't get it. Every now and then, I'll just watch a series, and it's always with the family interviews where it kind of makes me think, why? Why are they just? making these family members just like fucking talk about this shit and cry on camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, are, yeah. Are like, they're like, I loved him and stuff. And it's like, it's genuine, right? Yeah. And I feel like these these poor people who like yeah. didn't ever want to talk about this again have just been shoved with it. Cause they probably want someone was like, here's 10 grand. Talk about the, your dead cousin. Yeah. And how they were close to you and how it was suspicious that that one guy who never got caught was suspicious. And you know, that brutal myrtle that you saw yeah. in front of your eyes. Recall that yeah. word for word. Yeah. And it's just the same formula as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like we've turned it into a sort of, Glorification. Uh, like a, like yeah. A, yeah, we've glorified murder and, and stuff. And yeah, yeah that's I, that's scary, isn't it? I, I feel like like because Sydney, I've talked about this before, but Sydney listens to a lot, know, a lot she of like true it. crime videos, true crime podcasts. Whenever like she's doing her makeup and stuff like that, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. every so every the so time he dis- discombobulated him, <laughs> her arms were cut off. Yeah, her yeah, legs and were cut every off. so often I'd be like, and then David trapped Sally in her basement for two weeks and. Brutally her before her and her. But before I get to the next point, I'd like to bring up my sponsor for today's video, NordVPN. And I'm just like, bruh, what is this right now? Like, okay, like, I, I get it. Like, you know, like, 
the you know expo. And you I, don't I, want to end I, up like I, Sally, I, right? I, you should get Nord VPN. I, I don't know if these guys like. I don't even know Nexpo or like, I know Rainbow has sponsors and stuff. And like it's totally, I understand. Like I yeah, get yeah. it, but it, you have to admit. It is. It's so jarring when I just hear about this. This like I love the channels, by the way. I love your guys' videos. But there's there's right and wrong places to put it. I don't. It's it's so. I don't don't think there's ever like a. Unfortunately, the topic I think just doesn't lend well. Yeah, it just doesn't lend well. But like, there's there's been weird transitions. I mean, we've done very many weird transitions in I'm sure in Mm. our careers Mm. with like just transitioning to a uh, sponsor that uh, we've had for this video. We had the the berserk thing one time, right? We were talking about the passing of. uh, Mira. Oh yeah. And because of the way that we recorded it, uh, there was an ad break that was put right in the middle of us talking about- Not our finest work. Yeah, not our finest work. Yeah, unplanned and something that we looked over. Um, But there's, yeah, it's not any like true crime, true crime YouTubers, there, I don't know. I don't think there is a right way to transition from some of the stuff they talk about to an advertisement. Yeah. Every time I hear it, it's just like, it just takes me out for it's, a second. It's yeah. just like we've, I don't know, in a way, I, I, it's totally fine. And I don't think it's like bad. I, I'm not condemning it. In any no, I'm not condemning like, it. I like, I like the content, yeah. but yeah. like you have to admit, sometimes you're watching it and you're like, it is strange how we've turned this into like, <laughs> It's it's like the common common day watch mojo. Yeah. Like we've turned in like the we've turned murders into what we we, we like top tens used to fill. Like <laughs> we, it, whereas top ten used to fill that I just put anything on kind of thing. Yeah. We've just like murder and horrible acts. Just yeah. let it fill the void somehow. <laughs> Like there's a there's like channels. I'm and surprised stuff. Watch Mojo hasn't gone into that yet. There's like chan- top ten like I girls who've I, been trapped in dungeons. I, there's, there's probably is some. Yeah, probably I know is, that there's yeah. people who do their makeup and talk about true crime. That's a common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen that a lot. Yeah, which is also a strange evolution, but impressive. It's like get ready with me while I talk about this it's horrible. Cool. Murder. It's, it's, it's like a cool evolution. Level, it's like next level mukbang, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're doing makeup and they're talking about true crime. I want to see a mukbang where they talk about true crime as they're like just demolishing I, a pile of. You're saying this. I bet it already exists. It, it probably don't exists. give Nikocado Avocado any more ideas, man. Don't, don't, bro. Don't. Come on, Nikocado is publishing a live true crime. Whatever he's doing, in his yeah. body is true fucking crime. That's a true crime documentary waiting to happen. That's true crime. What he's doing is his, yeah. his digestive system. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, again, like I, I, I watch a lot of it. I consume a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I do just get those moments where I'm like. Yeah, the, the reality yeah. hits, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. Especially where like, I thought about it the other day and I'm like, I don't know anyone in my immediate circle mm. or relatives or anything where somebody has had like something really horrible happen to them or mm. a murder. Mm. I don't know. Do you know anyone? Like a um, cousin who knows someone who's been murdered or something like that. No, not when right? it comes to murder. Yeah. And like this, this true crime stuff almost kind of like normalizes it in your mind. I feel like that that this is a normal thing that happens. I don't, I don't when think in actual it, fact it isn't normal at no. all. And I think it normalizes it. It just desensitizes you to it. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes you think that it is a normal thing that happens. Really, yeah. I've, I've never heard of like I've never listened to true crime and thought it was a normal thing that happened. Well, like, you watch it; these are real people. Like, these yeah, are, yeah, yeah, these people, these yeah. interviews. This could be your, this could be your cousin. This could be your mum. Like, I, I think, I think it's the gravity at which they address that particular topic, where it's like they they say like, oh yeah, so uh, Tim got murdered, like. Mm in the same tone as like, yeah, so I met up with Bob the other day, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, I think, yeah, the, I think the gravity of the situation is often lost yeah. in, in the content. Because there's so much content like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the, the content is king and- the, Yeah. And well, I, I'm not saying that I want to sit there and feel traumatized every single time I watch something about true crime. I just think it's kind of 
interesting and uh, and worth talking about the fact mm. that we don't consume it and we don't empathize necessarily always yeah i mean it, it is entertainment in in a sense right, right, it, right. It, it, it is entertainment we do we don't watch it to really how can i say it's really we don't we don't watch it to not sympathize but we don't watch it people don't watch these kinds of documentaries and cry at the end of it Right is what you know. Like they don't. They're not like. Oh my god! I feel so sad for these like families. That but start what, shedding we a watch tear. it out of morbid curiosity. Is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Like there's there's a sense of morbidness to it where we want to know the gross the, how, the, the how gross far details. Does morbid curiosity go though? That's the question. That's the question. Well, that's, that's when question. you start getting into the weird shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, that's the part where it's like, oh, okay, that yeah. you know, to the point where it's like, oh, true. You liking true crime documentaries is nothing compared to like I, some I, of the weirdest stuff you're into. Sometimes I wonder, like. Like, do I, I think I'm consuming this content wrong? Because mm. I've watched some things where it'll be like a documentary, and it'll be like, oh yeah, like a kid got like beat up by his parents, and no mm. one helped him, and then the kid died, and it's mm. like I have to like stop for the day. Yeah. I'm like, I have to like take a yeah. I have to like just step back and be like, fuck yeah, I can't do anything. But then people will watch like tons of these, and I'm like, I'm wondering like, what are they experiencing that's different from me? Yeah, like that. That makes it so that I walk away from this just feeling drained and exhausted. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, next one." <laughs> yeah, yeah like, one, I, one thing I found I, really. I just want to know. Like, yeah, one thing I found really interesting is that Japan doesn't have any programming like that. No, they don't. No. They don't. I've noticed that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. and I think it's because it's, it's like taboo. Yeah, it is. It is taboo to like bring it back up and talk about it, and especially like you know, I can't imagine a fucking TV program being like, "Knock, knock, knock." Hey, your son got murdered ten years ago. Can Tell you talk yeah, about yeah. it? Tell like about you know, it. like yeah. they want to respect the families, right? Yeah. And it's like. Not saying that, you know, all of these like two true crime documentary makers have no respect on the families or whatever, but it is scarily like, it, it is scary. It feels invasive at times. It, 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 it does, does feel it invasive. It feels scary, very intimate. It, yeah. And it's scary that no one who watches that kind of programming second guesses yeah. that yeah. invasiveness. But also I understand maybe if somebody was, your family was murdered, mm. I can also understand the, the opposite where being able to talk about it and express your frustration gets it off your chest. Yeah. can help you get like grief and help right. you kind of get the story out there. And you feel like I've told my case. I've told people what it is. And, and I'm sure, I get both sides. I yeah. Do. And I'm sure, you know, the ones who think that, oh, if I just talk about it on camera and get it off my chest and let mm. people hear it would make me feel better. That, that, are the ones that yeah. turn into documentaries. Yeah. That's why I kind of get worried with these. Sorry, I've interrupted you like three times in a row now. Gone. Uh, <laughs> final time, wow. I promise. I promise. Unprofessional. I, know, I can't I know, remember what I said like most <laughs> of the time. I had like a point and it's gone and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm not, I'm not a point. Oh, People are going to be like, Connor, let go and fucking speak. <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh, another thing addressed in, I think a, f a few of them here and there is like, this is where I, I start to get a bit weirded out with true crime is when there's the true crime investigators online uh, that go around yeah. and then start you know, pushing buttons and sending emails and asking people questions who don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's like, I think people Literally have a keyboard right. keyboard warriors, keyboard investigators. Amateur detectives. detectives. Like, yeah, what yeah. was that? Oh, fuck. What was that one where that guy, oh, uh, shit. Which one was it? There was this guy and he was like the, the head detective for the online. And um, do you know what? I'm, have you watched no, this? Sydney's probably definitely fucking right. <laughs> I got to ask Sydney. They don't fuck with cats? No. That, that was the only one I know well. Yeah. Like, that was actually big... a good one. Yeah, yeah. But there's been another one where a guy... It's just like a 4chan user or something. I need. I, I don't feel confident saying about it. I need to go and check yeah. which one it was on Netflix. Mm. But there was one where this guy was basically like, like in charge because the police weren't helping that much, but the police have to go through you know systems and right. they yeah. don't always do the best job, yeah. obviously. They have to go yeah. through the procedures. But this guy kind of like, kind of steamrolled in and was like, 
I'll help you, family. I'll be the detective. <laughs> and it was kind of weird watching this documentary and watching this guy. What was the family like? They were like, oh, yes. They liked it because because they were, they were in a vulnerable spot. You know, uh, This guy was selling them the thing that I can help. You know, and That's yeah. not cool. But but I think the guy genuinely believed he could help. I don't think it yeah. was a scam or anything because there was no money involved. He was like, I will help you. But it just felt kind of weird. Okay, I was about to say, if, like, if no, no, he no, was no. like, I'll help you solve the case. No, no, no. Give he, was, he was like an internet guy who's just really into true crime. And he was going about being like, I will solve this. I'll help you do it. Oh, okay. Fuck, I need to figure out what this is. I've, I have a, such a vivid image of this guy. I don't know. Do you, do you think that's morally correct to do? or It might have been. Um, I don't know. It, it really depends on the situation mm. because was this guy deluded or did this guy actually help out? I don't know. Yeah. What, what grounds, I guess what, what uh, from what Connor has described, what grounds did he have to uh, come to a family and was like, I can solve this crime. For did you. he want the clout? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, so the next time he's on a true crime, podcast, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. Uh, you might've heard of this case. Oh, that was me. It's from Tiger King 2. Oh, okay. oh, there was okay. this guy who was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely certain that uh, Carol Baskin killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll help I'll help the family and stuff." It was just weird. It was just like this guy's clearly just inserting himself. Yeah, in yeah. the situation, he just wants to be part of the story. And it was yeah. just like it was yeah. just like I just, uh, I just I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Just leave leave it up to the professionals. Yeah, like to me, I th- I think I get too invested in true crime stories, which is why I've never fully like been into true crime mm. uh, because like I, I would hear some of the stuff that Sydney listens to or something. And sometimes they like actually play like the 911 call that is made oh. about this crime. And I hear this shit and I'm like, take, I'm just like fresh out of the shower, ready for my day or something. <laughs> and I got like a, like, like a kid fucking crying on the phone, telling like the police that her mother's been murdered or something. I'm like- And then you so, immediately feel dirty. Right? I'm just like, Sydney, I want to cry now. <laughs> can, can we not listen Me to this? She's just like- <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, I'm not, not, and we're not trying to imply that if you if you do consume this stuff, you have no, no empathy. No, or no, 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 of course. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, this I'm, is this is just like yeah. I get too invested. In yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. wondering like why. Like, but, why is it different? Well, like, it's, okay. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But like, how how far have you guys gone with like your morbid curiosities, right? Because the internet is a wonderful, but sometimes a terrifying place mm. where you can see anything you want to see, yes. right? Um, and I know a lot of people and a lot of kids went through a phase where they they stumbled upon like the darker sides of the internet, right? Right, like, uh, you know, cause I'm not even gonna pretend to sugarcoat the fact that like, yeah, you know, at one point when I was in high school, someone was like, do you know of this thing called Tor? And I was like, no, what's that? And so I downloaded it and I was like, oh, it's a gateway to the dark web. <laughs> and, you know, I spent an afternoon, one afternoon on tour, you know, going through the dark web just to see how fucked up it was. And yeah. uh, can confirm, that's a fucked up shit on there. Yeah, because like for me, like I- like I I've, didn't do anything, mind no, you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't jo- do anything. Joey incriminates himself <laughs> on trash I, I didn't do anything. I just, I saw a lot of things that right, I probably right. yeah, shouldn't yeah. have seen, right? Yeah, yeah, like like even to me, like my, my baseline, I could not go on like, if I see a live leak thing, I'm clicking off that video. No, no. I just, I just like, I've never had that kind of part of myself where I was morbidly curious enough to see something that I probably would regret seeing. I can live I the mean, rest I, of my life not seeing this. I've yeah. seen the worst things on Twitter. 
That's, I'll be honest yeah, with you. There's some yeah, fucked up I'm, shit on Twitter. The most fucked up videos I've ever seen have been on Twitter. Really? Actually, that's true. Some really fucked up things. I'm, 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 I thought you were just like being facetious there. No, I, thought, no, I thought you. No, I, I, thought you I, I thought you were just like, oh, I had this tweet I saw the other day. Like friends are like, take. like people who I, I followed and I, I knew they like retweet and be like, oh, this is horrible. It's yeah. a video of like some people getting shot and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The fuck, why are you yeah. sharing this? Yeah, I've, 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 I've actually I've, seen that as well. I yeah. thought you were being facetious too, being like, <laughs> no, oh, no, I saw no. this tweet the other day that said that Demon Slayer is better than <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Said, oh my God, that's true. horrendous. That too, that too. I that actually too. thought you were taking oh, the piss. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, okay, I, you know, I've- I, 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 I know exactly I, what you're doing. I know what you mean now. The pre-2010 era of the internet where everyone loved sharing fucked up shit. Yeah, of course. We're read at 50-50 I definitely saw the most haunting stuff being shared on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter is very slow to get rid of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. it is. Nearly it is. as good as other platforms it are getting is. rid of it. And uh, yeah, all the fucking <sighs> shit there, man. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, Some I never, of it's I, still burned into my mind. I, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'd never been on, I've never been on the dark web. I don't really have an interest. I. Don't Weirdly really enough, to. like uh, the, the stuff I saw on the dark web, just like, just based on like what you see as an image or whatever yeah. is yeah. not, as fucked up as some of the stuff no. you'd see on like Reddit or Twitter. Is it like the second page of Google? Like, I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one talks about I'm kidding, that. I'm yeah. No, it's just like, I think it's just like, I think the thing that's like fucked up about the dark web from my experience on going on it is just like, there's conceptually a lot of fucked up things. Yeah. Like when you read into it, it's like, oh. How much are people buying drugs? Uh, it, that's, yeah. the, that's like 90% of that's it. Like the tip, that's NFTs, the tip right? of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, there's like a lot of other stuff you'd look into and it's like, oh, where it's like, Okay, I probably didn't want to know that that was an operation that is currently functioning right now. It's somewhere out there in the world. You know, right. levels are fucked up. Whereas, like, you go live leak in Twitter, it's like you're immediately exposed to something that's like, oh, that's oh, I shouldn't have seen. Like, I didn't want to see a guy's head explode on live leak, but I just did. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just like there's one of the few times that a video like that or picture has like, like gone through the cracks. You know, yeah. it's just like it's never not been haunting for me. In like yeah. every way, shape, form. Like I remember every fucking fucked up thing I see because I see it once and I'm just like, that is now like fucking ingrained in my mind. And yeah. there'll be a point where I'm in the shower. I have like a fucking flashback to that video. I'm like, <laughs> my day is just infinitely worse. And I'm just like, but there's a part of me there where like, I know this is reality. And I know like the internet is filtered. So yeah. It is more friendly, but like there's a part of me where I'm just like, I don't want to be desensitized to this thing. No, you know, no, cause no, I know I I, I, I've met some people who are just like, you think that's baby shit. I've seen the real shit. Yeah. I've seen the fucked up shit. I've seen like, the snuff why? films. Why? And like, I'm just why? like, well, I, to, to me, like, I like being sensitive to this stuff, yeah. right? Because this shit is- It grounds me. Yeah, this, this shit grounds you and like the true crime stuff as well to like, to me at least, like to me, I don't want to be too desensitized to the group, to the true crime stuff in case, in case this happens in my real life. Oh. And, I know, and I know someone mm -hmm. that has, that has happened that, that it happens to. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't want to be desensitized to that well, in my mind. So well, let's be real. Like, you know, if some person comes up to you and says like, oh, you, well, that's, that's some pussy shit. I've seen the more fucked up stuff. I'm yeah. like, that's not a brag. <laughs> like, why do you think you're cool? Because that's you've like seen a, like a bunch yeah. of live league yeah. videos and you're not phased by that's it. Like, like, I want to leave. Yeah, oh, like yeah, that doesn't from, make, that, that's not gonna make me be nah, like, oh my God, what an absolute fucking mega chad this guy yeah. is for like <laughs> sitting through a bunch of lively playlists. It's like, no, that just makes me not want to be near you because you're <laughs> fucking weird. Isn't lively shut down now? Yes, I, think, yeah, I, I believe it has. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Since God. when? I don't know. 
What a, what a good thing. Damn, missed out. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so much good content awful, lost awful. forever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's horrible. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, because there was, you know, especially during like the, the peak of like Reddit 50-50, right? Yeah. And like the oh mid, mid-2010s. Remember when that was the craze? Do you want to explain what Reddit 50-50 was? <sighs> I, I don't, I, I kind of don't want it because I don't want people going onto it. Is this still a thing? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. I think it's oh still God. a thing. But Reddit 50-50 is basically, it's this subreddit where people post this like link uh, where it's like it's like you have a 50-50 chance when you click the link of it's a really nice thing or it's a really bad thing. And when I say nice and bad, I mean like really nice and like the worst NF- NSFL shit you will ever see like straight from Lively. So there's, you know, an example would be like, uh, read a 50-50, uh, five cute puppies or five decapitated heads. And you won't know which one it is until you click the link. Yeah, yeah. And uh in the 2010s, that was a game people, like kids used to play, you know? Yeah. Like I remember some of my fucking high school friends were like, you know, in a Skype call back in the day was like, you wanna do a little bit of Reddit 50-50? As if they're inviting me to like a Minecraft server, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like, yeah, you know, it's just casual gaming, you know? Oh and uh, you know, poor naive me the first time around, uh, I was like, no, what's Reddit 50-50? Biggest yeah. mistake of my life. I did that for five minutes. Go I was back, like, Joe, I, yeah. don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna talk to you guys ever again for yeah. letting me sit through that. Cause that was horrible. And uh, yeah, and then it became a big thing on fucking YouTube. Yeah, which is why I feel sorry for like like the one of the worst jobs I could imagine is the people who work moderate Reddit fifty moderate Facebook and stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah moderate have to have to have to go through every video that's been flagged. Oh yeah, in, in Facebook oh, or dude, in, in YouTube. There was a video I saw of like uh, some. I think it's not, it was a Vice video I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of, yeah. Like, of like one of these people who had been interviewed and yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. shit that Awful, they had to man. like go through. Yeah, right? that job seems like the worst job on earth. Yeah, they just like yeah. completely desensitized, like. Just hearing them talk, they just like yeah. Dead. Apparently, yeah. It's like obviously you'd have to like go through a bunch of uh, really horrific views and really uh, fucked up, really right opinions. I yeah, think, I think and a yeah. lot of them apparently like a, a lot of them would like get really desensitized and become like really fucked the more they did yeah. this job. I think yeah. I think it was that Vice documentary where like the girl said that like oh yeah, once you apply for this position, you just like immediately like get therapy. Yeah. Like it, it just comes with awful. the package. Yeah, it awful. comes with the package yeah. that there is a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, maybe you. on site, maybe online. I don't, I don't know. know. But I don't like, know. What a terrifying thought. I know. There's yeah. a job out there that immediately requires you to have therapy. Yeah, well, kind of like you. They need the like they're they're the fucking real heroes. Oh they, yeah. There needs to be someone out there that makes the fucking internet safer for people yeah. like us that don't want to see that on our timeline. Otherwise, you know, what's the difference between the normal web and the dark web at that point, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It'd just right? be exactly the same thing. <laughs> exactly right. I just hope they're getting treated. <laughs> fucking fairly and treated well and getting paid well. I hope they get the a fucking best, horrible job. I hope they get I the best fucking therapist on the planet. That's the sad, that's a, that's yeah. a sadder thing, right? Yeah. My God. If they don't have the best fucking therapist on the planet, like Jesus Christ, <laughs> I, it's not worth. I uh, didn't mean to make uh, the ending of the podcast that morbid. Uh, we went through some weird topics. I feel was, like I say that every episode. Though. <laughs> it's like, a what a weird yeah, episode. That was, that, was, that, was a, that was a weird tangent. It wasn't, <laughs> you know, sometimes you go, you tangent on in the happy end and sometimes you tangent on in the weird and dark ends. And uh, unfortunately or not, that was one of the podcasts where it tangents into the- uh, Hey man, that's the appeal of trash place. taste. You'll never know what we're going to yeah. talk about know. next. You never know. I'm sorry, we'll, we'll talk about shitting next week just to, just to brighten things yeah, up. We'll talk about just, shit. 
I just shit myself. Speaking of bright spots, though, look at these patrons. Look at that. They, look they at make that. us happy. They bring a smile to our yeah, face. They make me forget about the horrible shit I saw on the dark web. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> your, your contribution gives me joy. But uh, yeah, if you'd like to support the show and uh, all the things, all the messed up things we talk about sometimes, then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash trash taste. Also follow us on Twitter, send us your memes on the subreddit. And if you enjoy our face, or if you hate our face, listen to us on Spotify. If yeah. you enjoy our face, watch us on YouTube. Like you are now. Yes. yes. All right. Well, thank you for watching. All right. Bye. See you, you next week. week. Bye. Bye.